What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Game Over Greggy Show. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller. Kevin Coelho is off camera trying to find a gif of a dog getting excited <laughs> and sharding all over uh, its owner, apparently. Here we go. Yeah, Which one is, is this it? The one? To the left. Oh, Jesus. This that one? one? Yeah. Oh, really? That's not the one I thought oh, you were going to show. I'm not going to show the kids. Oh! I'm going to show the kids. That's fake. That has to be fake. I don't know, man. Look at I the don't dog, know. dude. The dog looks startled. <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't, the dog, that look at the dog's face. I didn't know I could do that either. That's oh a god. sick poor puppy. Oh my god. What a sick little dog. Oh man. Oh. Uh, to my left, the producer slash seducer, Nick Scarpino. I'm getting another Velcro strip. He's getting another Velcro strip. Getting the Velcro strips. Did that oh. just make it on on like the actual cog? Yeah. Well, did you show? We said not to show. Did you show it? I did show it. Oh, okay. I'm, nobody cares. No, I didn't mean like that. I'm just saying, yeah, that, that was the opening of the gog. Over there, the verified one, Tim Geddes. He might have a concussion. We'll I, talk about that soon. <laughs> yeah. And joining us for the first time ever on the show, Mike Camp. <laughs> Hello, Mike Camp. Hi, guys. You supported us on Patreon.com slash kind of funny because you don't respect your money. And now you're here at the table. How's it feel? Uh, surreal. Yeah? It yeah. was crazy. Here, hold on. I want to do this one. Just do this to your hair. No, thank you. I thank you. Earlier, but I didn't. Get I forgot. I did gave him the fucking juice. Wearing that snow bike Mike shirt. Yeah. Much appreciated. Yep. One I still don't have, I believe. He gave us a bunch. You have Where a, is it? You have a fuck ton in the closet back there. <laughs> no one told me. <laughs> Kevin, give me an extra large Snowbike Mike t-shirt, please. I, I think I'm walking out of here with a second one. Oh, fact. no, that's a bad idea. That's a bad idea. Uh, so there's a lot to unpack here before we get to any of the topics, of course. Number one, Tim, you're concussed, maybe. I am concussed, maybe, yes. Where we come down on this? All right, I, I would, you, you, earlier today, you confessed to me you hurt yourself on a wine glass mm -hmm. during the XO18 event. Yeah. Afterwards, with what's good games. Yes, I knew Andrew and is a bad influence, and I shouldn't leave you alone with her. I apologize for mm -hmm. that. Tim, can we look at the camera? You laugh, you punched your head down, and now you got this cut on your head that bled real bad on the yeah. So here's the thing: I don't think I'm concussed. Okay, I do think it's a lot of elements at play where my body is slowly giving up on me. Okay, and I, I it's happening. It's called old age. It's when once you hit thirty, I'm that. You're an old yeah, yeah, yeah. too. I'm, I'm working. I'm gonna be thirty soon. Like, why does the inner part? Of my shoulder hurt, like that's the shit. It's not so much that. It's a, I've had this issue that I've talked about on the show many times for many years, where um, I have really bad earwax problems. Yes, gross. where after a certain point, my ear gets clogged up and congested to a point that pain. It, it kind of it, it. There's a pressure and a pain. It gets hard to kind of hear, and there's like a ringing that happens. Similar to Daredevil season three. Um. Yes. Exactly. You watch. So that? I got I got my shit cleaned like last year, but I I was in the shower, and that's when I start to know there's a problem is when the water gets in, and it, it just does that thing where it just feels like there's water in your ear still. Yeah. yeah. And it won't get out yeah, no matter yeah, what yeah, you yeah, do. Of course, of course, of course. So I was feeling that. So I think it's a mix of that's happening to me again with the pain of the ringing of the potential concussion, concussion sure, sure. mixed with the shitty quality of the air outside. Right, There's, everything's on fire in California. So everything's really bad for me right now. So I got the little nasal spray yeah. at lunch. The thing you stick it up your nose, you kind of push, and it yeah, like yeah. does the thing to like help with the congestion. Uh, but it, it it backfired on me. My throat is burning right now. Because <laughs> you, you put it in your nose, and you don't expect it to come out your mouth. Yeah. I understand that's Very few the physiology do. of it all. Mm -hmm. But uh, that's what I'm dealing with right now, guys. You know what I mean? But you're playing through the pain. You're playing through the pain. Are you yeah. going to go to a doctor? Eventually. It's just not worth a doctor visit. This ain't worth a doctor visit. Jeez. I just got to keep pushing through. We got too much shit to do. Yeah, but you still go to doctor. I was this close to being like, Greg, I'm not coming over tonight. But I'm like, no, we got to work. No, that's true. Somewhere we do have to do that. Yeah. We could do that a satellite. You know what I mean? All right, fine. Have your work. Made up tomorrow. Uh, Mike Camp, where are you from? I am from Utah. Just, just the great, the, just the state of Utah? The, the great state of Utah. Right, it seems like the only place anybody lives is Salt Lake City. 
Uh, essentially, yeah. Okay. Salt, Salt Lake County and Utah County are the pretty much where everybody lives. Okay. I live in a tiny town called Alpine. There's 5,000 residents, maybe. Got okay. some not, speakers, though. Not, yeah. Not, <laughs> yeah, not very populated. Born and raised there? Uh, born in Phoenix. Okay. Uh, but they got a Fortillas there now. Do they? Mm-hmm. I'm going down there for my little sister's graduation in December. I'm okay, going to have to go hit up Portillo's for great. the first if time. If you can time it with the WWE pay-per-view, uh, Trevor and Unsexiest Comedian will be there doing their usual Portillo's bet, but I digress. I know too much about the community. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I moved to Utah when I was like four and been there ever since. So Okay. Here's my next question for you. Thank you for being a fan. All that jazz. We love you. You're a best friend. You knew that already. Are you having fun today? Fuck yeah. We, I feel, we always feel bad because we all have to really work. So like, we, you know, we're not talking to you as much as we want. We're not engaging with you as much as we want. It was a great to. morning show today. Did you, talk to, I, did you talk to him? He was watching it. Yeah, he and, watched well, Games Daily and I'm just saying. Yeah, Excuse Nick. me, sir. I was talking to Tim. I apologize. It's okay. I rest my case. When you came in, they started shouting out the toggle in there. Toggle, toggle, toggle. And, and Jamie knows you as toggle. And yes. you were talking about how you know Jamie Skizip and all this stuff. But yeah. you also described yourself as a lurker. Yes. So where, how do you have a, a inroads to the community? So I've been a lurker since the beyond days. Yeah. I watched you and Colin for God knows how long. Um, then you came over here. I still lurked. Had a, had a rough couple of past years. Okay. Um, and you guys have helped me get through the past couple of uh, years. And recently I've finally, you know, gotten over some mental issues, gotten over some, just a bunch of issues. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get out there in the community. Hell yeah. Um, Jamie knows me from Snowbike. Ah. I'm a big contributor to Snowbike. I'm a big contributor to Andy. Um, and that's where I met Skizup. Gotcha. And we interacted a little bit. And that's where, I mean, I, I don't catch you guys shows live very often because sure. of my work schedule. Because I get yelled at when I've got my phone on with kind of funny on my computer. Tell your boss. To suck it. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I tried. Do this thing. Come She's over. She's a woman. I got sent to a- don't HR. Do that. Don't do that. Well, yeah, I think with all due respect, you can tell anybody to suck it. They're going to send you to <laughs> HR. That's going to be a big thing. But it's True. funny, right? True. Like, we're going to take a quick Greg Miller detour here, right? Where it's funny of like, I think of suck it from Degeneration X and professional wrestling in such a non-gendered i'm not saying <laughs> suck my dick you know what I mean? it's not what i think of or whatever and there was a games daily remember this kevin yeah where there was a games daily six to nine months ago or in that window at least where we, we were it was two normal hosts maybe me and jared maybe me and tim it doesn't matter and we were going do, going through the outro and and kevin andrea renee got brought up Kevin's, Kevin's like, yeah, she's no good. And I'm like, yeah, suck it, Andrea Renee. And Kevin's like, Jesus, Greg, no. And then that thing with the wheels clicked, and I was like, you really can't throw that around. You can't throw that around without the proper context. And not that the context of I was talking about wrestling makes sense, but you know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like I, I, I do know what you mean because I think you should have been way harsher against that uh, fake paper champ. Andrew I know where you live, Andrea. She's who, not the champ. You're still the who champ. She seems to think Maybe. that she can come As a into my house and she's, take my belt for me and wage psychological warfare. Look at she's out there right now thinking about it. She is, she, she's scheming. She's, she's knows, figured out she the cat. She knows how to work the cat. You guys couldn't figure that shit out. She's gonna take your belt. Well, she cares. And then the she true champ care. is gonna take it back. Who's that? The man to my Johnny left. Ace? Yeah, it's me, Greg John Miller. Ellis. Ah, Miller. Thank, you. Thank you. Thank you very much. So you decided to stop working and get out there. Yeah. And that's what you just start popping up in chats and comments. Yeah. Start popping. Started popping up in chats, comments, watching stuff. I really. A couple years ago, my financial situation was an absolute mess. Um, made the decision earlier this year to sell my house. Okay. Uh, in turn, paid off 
so much debt nice. and had a ton left over. And now I've got a great new job too. So I've been able to contribute to the people that have kept me sane the past few years. Hence why I'm here. Thank you. Um, but same thing with like Snowbike and Andy. And I gave a few subs to Sancho West the other day. Oh, yeah. um, I just, you know, I'm finally in a position where I can give back to the community. That's awesome. So I'm, you know, putting myself out there in the community, but at the same time giving back to the community as well. well that's fucking rad, Beautiful dude. thing. What do you do? I work in telecommunications. Okay. Okay. I like He's this. a spy. That sounds like a spy. That's a spy ass thing to say. No, no it puts too many eyes on you. Eyes a on a you spy know, ass thing to say would be like a floral shop. Or exports. Imports, exports. Import, export, definitely. <laughs> well, I mean, definitely. Import, export, like, you're bad fucking time. James Bond, aren't you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you are. You are motherfucking James Bond. If you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, <sighs> this is the Game Over Greggy Show. Each and every week, four, sometimes five, best friends gather on this table, each bringing a random topic discussion for your amusement. If you like that, Head over to patreon.com slash kind of funny where you can get each and every episode early. How early, Mike? Uh, if you're a Patreon supporter you could, of $1, you could be watching it live right now like you guys are. Just like El Chacho. 1989 is oh, yeah, yes. in the chat. El Chacho said this is his first time catching us live. Thank you for your support on Patreon. Thanks, El That's kind of funny. Uh, one, one. What is up? What is happening? Nothing, just you're doing that thing where you're like just staring at the ceiling and it's creeping me out. He he's seeing the imaginary kitten that you yeah, formed up there. Yeah, there's a cat up there. Up there. Yeah, there's a whole bunch <laughs> Watch the pre-show. pre-show. <laughs> uh, yeah, you get the pre-show and the post-show and the live show. If you give us a buck, if you don't want to give a buck, want to give more money, you can get the MP3 version early for five. You can get the pre-post-show and big show as one big video ad free uh, that's all on patreon.com slash kind of funny if you don't want to give us any money no big deal the following friday one week after everything posts on patreon.com slash kind of funny it goes live for free on youtube.com slash kind of funny and on podcast services around the globe uh patreon producer today dj kento dj kento thank you dj kento as always and also thank you to all these people patreon names that are scrolling by that supported us uh kevin what month is that any idea? October. October. Okay, cool. Thank you very much. Kevin, show people the Kevcam real quick. I just want them to see what you're working with right now with that hair. It doesn't look nearly as impressive that way. <laughs> yeah. I saw it when he sat up, too. He looked turn, like... Turn to the side. Yeah, yeah. He, he's yeah. got a little bit... He's like stage one Marge Simpson. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's starting. <laughs> Wait, the, Chia Pet, the Chia Pet has bloomed. Is the, is the Peruvian uh, Mick Foley coming back? <sighs> uh, you know, we can uh, only pray. I don't think so. Paul no? really doesn't like it. So, oh, you know, I love the hair. I love when you did rigs from, from Lethal Weapon. It was the best hair ever. And today our sponsors are Hymns and Robin Hood, but I'll tell you about that later. For now, let's start with my topic. And we have four topics. Let's see if we can get them all in. What do you say, Nick? I doubt it. Damn. My topic Stan Lee. Hey, oh. Yeah, if you, as a, we're recording this the day that Stan Lee died. 95 years old. Holy shit. It's a crazy one. Like, this is one that I feel like we've all... No one was going to happen. Right. And like we've all kind of, I, I feel like more so than any one celebrity, I feel like I've heard talk about this inevitably happening. Like I remember being back at IGN and, and having that conversation of like, hey, we should probably write up an obituary for a bunch of different people in case it happens. So it's like ready because that's what news people do. Right. Um, and I remember like Stan Lee being kind of the forefront of that conversation. Right. Um, and it, it's just like it's a surreal thing that here we are. It happened. You know, somebody that is so ingrained in, in the pop culture that we love and uh, especially with the MCU movies now of like uh, which a lot of people would say is the modern day Star Wars of, of film franchises sure. and it goes even beyond that when it comes to the comics and the TV shows and everything that he's video games that he's been a part of like this is a big one yeah I mean he's definitely <laughs> the father of, of like 
all things that are relevant in the I don't want to say nerd I'm just like mainstream like comic book but I mean like he's the comic book guy he's yeah. the face right? you know he what I mean? he's, like, he's probably the most prolific and most popular comic book creator ever and, and it's because he's the guy thank you very much thank you way to be asleep at the fucking wheel on that Mike camp you know what I got the string off your shirt earlier today that's true. You did do that. Let's, right, let's, right. Okay, cool. I'm glad everybody's taking care of me. Way to not be taking care of me, Nick. You smell funny. That shirt smells It's the shirt. It's I a love, brand new shirt. Shirts I love smell funny new shirt I smell. <laughs> fucking smell. vinegar. You know what it reminds me of? What's that? Halloween, circa 1990. I'm going to say 91. Sure. What? I was like, my one of my first store-bought so costumes old. ever. My mom <laughs> bought me, she bought me a, uh, a striped sweater and the Freddy Cougar mask. Oh, okay. That came with the glove. Sure. And sure. I wore that fucking mask for like three months. Sure. I, you did. Get your money. I was smelled so bad inside. I was it really smelled worried. like hot mustard. That's what this smells like, like hot mustard? I was really worried you were going to say that it smells like the candy you ate in 91. Because no. I feel like the brand new shirts smell like vinegar. They do. And I'd be like, I'd be like, I'd be like, what the hell candy are you eating no, 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 in 1991? No, no. It's just that weird shitty plastic that I'm sure killed brain cells when I was inhaling it, but it didn't matter. I was Freddy Krueger. So it, cool. <laughs> it If you allow me to grab the wheels, this spins out of control and get us back over what here. First podcast? off, shout out. Shout out to the Pip-Boy as a koozie. It's really working. Yeah, you like it? Yeah, you want to do a beer in it later? Sure, fuck uh, yeah. Doggy yeah, doggy dog. dog. Do another Let's party. party. No. We got the helmet. You want to fill the helmet up? No, to your point, and what's interesting is that Stanley is... Or was, I guess, but is still, is the modern touchstone, right? When you think of Bob Kane or, you know, uh, Superman. Siegel. Yeah. Siegel, is that his name? Yeah, it was Siegel yeah. and Schuster. Siegel and Schuster, like, they're people who made comic books in a different, like, you know, in black and white photos. You know, you know they, they're ones who existed outside of the, the, the real, the now, the, uh, the modern pop culture aspect of comics. And even when you get into, like, the you know like uh, Jack Kirby and stuff like that. He never had the presence Stan Lee did, right? Mm-hmm. Stan Lee like did it and then never really left. If that yeah. makes sense. So many Absolutely. other people created characters and then receded or went and did something else. And that's the thing. I don't. I don't think it's. I don't think it's a hundred percent fair to say that he helped shepherd like or he was the sole shepherd. Of, oh God, like, no. Oh God, no. Like you've got a lot of people back there that are like that, that are producing and helping to create the cinematic universe. One thousand percent, including Kevin Feige. But which I would say is probably equally as important. Um, but yeah, it's interesting because he became an icon. Exactly. And I think that while you say, like you say, you bring up Jack Kirby, who was Spider-Man, right? He's the one that created Spider-Man. No, no. Jack Kirby was like new gods and all that stuff. Yeah. Who created Spider-Man? Uh, Stanley. Stanley. <laughs> Stanley? Yeah. Wasn't the majority okay. of the beginning of Marvel's created by both of them together? Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of like this way and that way. And, and I think about rights and stuff too. Whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's just like, I think of it when it comes to like video games, where Miyamoto is the face of Nintendo. Great He's, point. He didn't make all the Nintendo stuff, but he right. gets credit for it in, in, in a weird way. And like, Yes, that's wrong because people just should get their own credit. But at the same time, it's kind of like you need a face. Like things need a face for them to reach that next level of superstardom, of, of mainstream appeal. Yeah. And I feel like Stan Lee, I think it's fair to say he is one of the most like well-known celebrities in the world. Well, and uh, I mean, to that point, a bunch of people that maybe not even have even seen MCU movies. Um, you say the name Stan Lee, they know who he is. Yeah, like even like my mom would know who Stan Lee is. And my that, friends would know who Stan Lee is. That's a great Lee point too, is. right, is that Stan Lee 
was a personality before personality. Like we think of ourselves as internet personalities, right? He was a personality from comics that tra- that uh, cross over in a whole bunch of different stuff, right? Yeah. Where it is that you figure like, you know, I, I, it's been going around on Twitter today, all the different Stan soapboxes, right? The fact that it was called Stan soapbox and it mm-hmm. was him just talking every, you know, every issue to somebody or some point like that goes so far to establish that it's the same way when I used to read EGM, that that was, you know, Dan Shu. Dan Shu was writing this letter to me, and that made Shu a personality to me in a way that maybe the review, review crew wasn't, even though their names were out there. I think Stanley did that on top of creating these characters, on top of being uh, the face of them and for them in a while. You know, I mean, like you, there's that other one going around today of like the Atari Spider-Man game mm-hmm. like thing, right, where his, his legs are kicked up and he's got a joystick. Like people even knew him then, right? And to think of like, you want to talk about me trying to figure out comics and nerd them as a kid or whatever, but like watching mall rats and like Stanley's yeah, in mall yeah. rats. Right. And it's like, I already knew who Stanley was, but then there he was in a, in a, in a weird motion picture. That's all about fucking superheroes having sex and she, like weird ass conversations yeah, yeah. and <laughs> he, he, blow he was, jobs and farts. And then Stanley's there talking he, about love is a vulture. He was vulture everywhere. But what's so cool about him is that, you know, he created all these characters that are so iconic, but he himself is iconic as a character. Like he has catchphrases, right? Right. Yeah, like yeah. that's like something that so many that, that now a lot, we all do. We all have let Tim host and, and random. Yeah, shit we like all that. have let Tim host. Huh? Right? Yeah. No, no, we all do. No, we no. share it as a vision. Uh, well, we but, say, we say it about you behind your back. Just I'm, like Nick. I'm pretty sure that, Everybody has a uh, Tim's verified and Greg's not as well. Exactly. Please stop my whatever it is. Um, but you know, he kind of transcended beyond just the characters that he made into his own thing, into right. his uh, soapbox and all that. And then he could be on TV no matter where he is, say something, and people go crazy. Right. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. yeah like I, that's mm-hmm. pow, That's rock star status. And it's yeah. the same thing of like you know, in the when they started doing the Lego Marvel games, right? It was always the Stan Lee in peril that like there'd be a Stan Lee in every level to find, and he would narrate or do mm-hmm. this. And it was like again, I remember doing the DC Lego Batman, which whatever I guess two, yeah, Lego Batman two panel when I was hosting that. Maybe it was three, it doesn't matter. And they introduced Adam West as Adam West in peril, right? And it was that conversation of like, oh, this is cool, and I brought it up on the stage, like you know that Marvel has. Stan Lee and like it's cool to see DC try to do that but even that as much as I love Adam West rest in peace as well it was like not the same thing right where it was yeah. like oh that's a cool idea yeah but like Adam West is just represented for DC whereas like Stanley is Marvel, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You trace all this stuff back to him. Playing yeah. uh, Spider-Man on uh, the PlayStation 1, the Neversoft game. Like, sure. The, the thing that made that game so special is you boot it up and the first thing that you hear is Stan Lee narrating what's going on and yeah. it, all of a sudden it felt credible. Yeah. It was just like, oh my God, like, yeah. this is not just uh, a licensed title. Like This is a game that from its soul outwards is a uh, comic book. Right, it's like yeah. you're getting an authentic Spider-Man experience, and like that, that works all the way through to modern Spider-Man games. Right, and that's why I think it was such a cool idea with the MCU to have him in cameos all the time. Right? Oh yeah, for sure, and even before that, X-Men, good Spider-Man, point. great point, great point, Marvel point. movies in general. Yeah, yeah. Now you bring up, or you don't bring this up. I'm bringing it up, but we're talking about MCU stuff now. A long time ago, I remember hearing something that they had recorded a bunch of Stanley cameos and like stockpiled them. Is that true? There was rumors of that. I feel like the last two years of Stanley news, everything has to be taken with a grain of salt. Yeah. Where I feel like it reminds me a lot of um, the like DC movie news, where it's just like I feel there's so much fake news, so many headlines sure. that are put out there that they know are going to get clicks and things taken out of context and spun out of control. So who the fuck knows? Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Far From Home is our last Stanley cameo. And, gotcha. and I heard something similar along those lines. It was right around when Stanley started. Um, canceling going to cons because he was, you know, too old. Uh, <clears throat> from what I understood, he recorded through Avengers 4 and Far From Home 
Um, and I think maybe even another one. But again, grain of salt. Cause yeah. He's canceling cons because he's not leaving his house. Right. He's going to leave his house to go make a cameo. Yeah. Unless they green screen it and do whatever Nick said on the morning show this morning. Yeah, which I'm, by the way, as a joke, I said that, but I'm vehemently against them doing any sort of like, let's facially put a CGI. Yeah, no, I think no, definitely oh, at this off, point you need to, the way I would handle what? it is whatever you have in the tank, I, or I would say at a, at a more respectful time, not like the day he dies, right? But be very clear that, yeah, we filmed Stan cameos through this movie, yeah. and then we're, after that, they're done in the yeah. traditional way you expect. And then from there on out, yeah. Employee of the month, you know, yeah. on a newspaper, like yeah. little nods, yeah, like yeah. Yeah. In Stanley there, or Lee Street or something yeah. like yeah. that. But you yeah. know, there's someone over at fucking Disney right now that's like, oh, you should just do the Princess Leia. Do you think so? Someone, I'm sure so. that I'm sure someone thought about that or, or is thinking about that, and they're going to get shot down because it's just the absolute well, wrong I, thing to do. I hope they haven't had that thought yet. Oh, I'm but sure I'm sure I, somebody has. If I've had the thought. Uh, true. I'm always late to the game. <laughs> Someone else is like, why are we going to just keep doing this for a while? The question we were talking about on Kind of Funny Games Daily is do they have time to do something now in DLC 3 of Spider-Man, right? Like you figure the we have two more uh, Spider-Man DLCs before that season's wrapped. If they're doing more, who knows? But mm-hmm. if they get to that, epi- can they put something in episode 3 for it? Whether it just be a plaque, a memorial, a headline. I think they do for sure. I, I When uh, we were reading the question, I was just like, oh, it's not happening. But then your response being like, oh, yeah, 100% it's happening. I'm like, fuck, shit. Yeah, you know what? You're you're right. It's like, gonna be it's gonna happen, and it's gonna be interesting to see how. Because mm-hmm. I know that they'll do it in a respectful, cool way. But it's just a, a question of where do you put that, and how do you put it? And like, it, 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 like I was talking to you earlier. Again, we're not gonna spoil Spider Man stuff for you. But there's a big event that happens in the Spider Man story that then the DLC one has a plaque on the ground of like dedicated to the people. That are, and it's like, oh man, that's really cool. Yeah, I, I, that wasn't, in to my knowledge, the main campaign never took me there, and I, I missed it or something. Mm-hmm. Somebody you know ran over there and found it. Mm-hmm. So they're still willing to play with that world. I think there's a way to play with that world, especially you Definitely. know, there's buildings that would make sense for him based yep. on what yeah. we've seen and heard before. Yeah, there's that, and then there's also the. Uh, isn't somebody up north working on a Avengers game? Yeah. yeah oh no, Chris Dynamics here. Chris Dynamics here. For, okay. Is working that's, on AI. The, I, I imagine going forward there will always yeah. be something. Yeah. That's, something. That's, that's oh, yeah. a ways away. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. I it's just it's crazy. You know? See, the, it, me and Nick were talking about it earlier, and I think this has been uh, an underlying sentiment I've seen a lot in it. it. It is. It's. Oh man, Stanley passed away, right? But I feel. We've all been getting prepped for it, like you said, for a long time. Because there's always that rumor, right? When there's something will happen or when it's trending already, Stanley's trending for something, you'll pop in like, oh shit, okay, you know, well, he's not <laughs> yeah. dead. But yeah. it has been this whole hullabaloo of, right, like when his wife died, everybody was like, man, that's uh-huh. devastating. They were like, you know, yin and yang. They were, they, you know, were so perfect together and fed off of each other in terms of energy and excitement that you worried there. And then obviously the year plus of horrible headlines of people trying to take advantage of him and Kevin Smith inviting him to move in and like people can't nobody can talk to him and he fired his longtime partner and it's like what the fuck is going on right yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so yeah but I think what we were talking about right is like and like a lot of people are is just like rather than do the not, not grieve however you want to but the rest in peace thing and like oh you know what I mean but like a celebration of 95 Absolutely. years and everything yeah, created for sure. yeah I mean amazing that, that's my thing is like I feel like I feel like obviously you have to process this as it comes to you when I think about Stanley passing today I don't feel sadness I feel like a level of like inspiration for a guy that managed to live 95 years and have a huge cultural impact and inspire millions of people to untold amounts of people to do awesome stuff. Um, I mean, he provided countless entertainment for, I mean, he just fucking lived an awesome life. And I look at that and I'm like, yeah, I'm sure it's sad, but you know, I, and I don't want to take anything away from that. Like the passing of any life is sad, but at the same time, I'm like, if I make it to 95 and I can accomplish even 
I don't know, a one one hundredth of what Stanley did for the world, Mm -hmm. I will consider myself a huge success. Mm -hmm. And that's, and I think it's just super cool and super inspiring. And it sucks that, you know, yeah, some of these stories that have come out recently marred a little bit, but at the same time, I feel like he leaves a legacy that, that as a person who is, considers himself an entertainer, like that is, that should be the end goal really is to like, you know, you see these people like that are making movies or directing movies or, or uh, like famously, I, I read a lot of articles about directors of photography and they end up working to like, um, like what's his name? Uh, the guy that did Skyfall, Roger Deakins is he's getting up there in age, but he doesn't care because he's like, I love this job and it yeah. gets me up in the morning and I get to go create and I get to work with top tier talent. And that's so cool about like, that's kind of what we get to do. We can just sure. keep doing this for as long as we possibly want. Uh, or until you know Tim gets another concussion and, and just has to go to sleep. Stop head to, to sleep wine glasses. Yeah, um, take a nappy nap. But yeah, but that's but that's really cool. You know, it's not, it's not like you know uh, when Prince passed away, right? Like he was very he was young. He still had a lot of art to create, and that's when it gets kind of sad. Where you're Even, like, oh, that's it's. This morning when we were talking about it, and uh, it was interesting to see more people celebrating. I felt than like mourning, and Mm -hmm. like that's you know I'm using these terms fast and loose. I I mean mourning and like the I'm devastated. I'm shutting. Like Adam West hit me really hard, and I think Adam West hit me really hard because for me personally, it felt like Adam West came out of nowhere. It wasn't like granted Adam West was old as well, getting older. But even compared to he wasn't that he's younger than ninety five is fucking exactly like Stan's old right, and he's like had a life. You know what I mean? That was I think part of it. And that's the thing too that that's what's so cool about it is you look at him and yeah, I mean I don't I don't I don't know Stanley. I wasn't around him toward the late like the last few years like seeing his health deteriorate. But you see a guy that is still going to the comic cons. You see he's still putting out the energy, and it's just it's super cool because it proves to me that if you love something like. It will yeah. like how many times do you see people or you hear about people who like retire and then pass away very close sure. to that because they sure. have no they have nothing left in life to really look forward to or push them forward. And I think he's another one of those. He's a perfect example of like if you find the thing that you love and you keep putting passion into that, it'll reinvigorate you and keep pushing you forward. Um, and I think how many times did you meet him? I want to. I was, was trying to figure this once. out today. I was trying to figure this out today. If it was two or three that I worked with him on panels and stuff yeah. like that. I think it might've been two. I think I shook his hand one time at E3 cause he was there for something in behind the closed doors. I was like, Oh, yeah. like we were at, we were in one of those little rooms and I was like, Oh, Stanley. Hey, yeah. big fan. He's like, yeah, that was it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no I shit. mean like every, yeah, exactly. Like, but he was very nice. <laughs> That's what he said. Smacks you in the face. <laughs> Lights a cigar with a hundred dollar bill. <laughs> fucking runs fast. But, but it's also one of those things. I know. And, and, and I mean this obviously in all joking spirit and it's going to sound insensitive, but he's, oh, he's been one of those guys that like old forever. ever since I was a kid. Yeah. Super old. Oh yeah. He's a Wilford Brimble. But it's like, Dude, like I feel that way so too, old. but there's certain people who are old and have a look to him that even as it ages up, you don't see it as well. Yeah. Whereas like when I went back and watched Mallrats and I was like, man, Stanley's always been old. You turn on Mallrats like, whoa, no, you were. <laughs> not i was just a young idiot watching yeah. well all the pictures yeah. being posted today like there's some stuff of him in like the the 70s and i'm like oh, yeah oh my god did yeah. you see that like, did you see the clip that someone was passing around where it was him giving feedback to, to a very McFarlane very young todd and, mcfarlane yeah, and, 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 and rob layfield too yeah and they were they were drawing overkill and they fucking dis- he destroys he's them just he's like brutal like there's too many things on this guy can't move you're gonna have to give him jets it was it's pretty like kind of tongue-in-cheek fucking with him but also yeah. giving him like really critical feedback That's from awesome. his perspective not really knowing that you know i don't know i don't know at the time if todd mcfarlane was a big deal i think he worked for them yeah, I don't think weird. I think he was an up and comer, but he yeah. wasn't he wasn't Tom McFarland. Yeah, like when I think of yeah, I, that's what I was reflecting on today is like the two Stanley stories for me, the first hand experience, right? Number one, I was actually in the audience for or no. Yeah, I was in the audience for it. It was back in the day when 
not Marvel games as it is now, but Marvel games before that was trying yeah. to get a Marvel games panel and they came out and talked about a whole bunch of fucking games that never came out. <laughs> never even fucking saw that today. But I think Blair might have been uh, Blair, yeah, you know, her. Uh, yeah, from now IGN, formerly G4. Uh, he was on the morning shots, what people know him for. Oh, from that. Yeah, yeah I was going to say just <laughs> yeah. a show about his husband. <laughs> he was riding a bike or something. Road exactly. Bikes. Exactly. I think he was hosting, but I could be wrong on that, too. None of this matters, except for the fact that it was this panel of people and they were doing Marvel games and eventually like, you know, three fourths of the way through the panel, they bring in Stan Lee and the place goes fucking crazy, of course, because it was a Comic-Con panel, but this is Comic-Con before Comic-Con is Comic-Con, right? Like, it's not like the, you know how it is now. You go there, it's everything. This is very much like we were there for video games and uh, comic books. Hold on. I'm fighting it. I'm not going to win. I'm yawning. Here we go. Three, two, one. And so they bring him in place goes fucking crazy. They sit him down. He's like, so excited to be here. Excelsior place goes fucking crazy. And he's like, thanks. And he adjusts his ear and he sits down. And uh, Blair asked someone a question. And then he's like, well, yeah, well, Stan, Stan, what do you think about that? And he turned, it was like this long table full of people. He turns, he's like, what do you think of that, Stan? And Stanley's just looking out the crowd, nodding. And he's like, excuse me. Again, I think it was Blair. Uh, Stan. Stan. And the guy next to him taps him. And Stan like does this and does this. And he's like, sorry, I turned off my hearing aid. (laughs) (laughs) He came up, got on the panel and turned off his hearing aid. Because he's so baller that he's just like, fuck it. He's like, I don't care. That's so funny. It's a video game panel. What can I be asked? And totally like, oh shit, sorry. And ask questions he had an answer. It was just great. It was such a genuine moment because like, that's the kind of guy he was. The only Stan story I have, and I'm not even part of it, but um, Curran and Shari and my other friend Danny were at dinner in LA one time, like maybe two years ago. It wasn't yeah. even that long ago. They went to some uh, Italian place and they were eating some pasta and they look over and like, holy shit, that's Stan Lee. And they were freaking out and they're like, did we go say hi? Like, I, I want to get a picture, but like, I don't want to bother him. Like, he's old and, you know, and also it's just like he's doing his thing. Yeah, he's doing his thing. And they're like, well, we're not going to give up a, sh- a chance to get fucking Stan Lee. And they go up to him and he was the coolest yeah he was just like oh my god thank you for saying hi like totally in character and he was like let's let's take a picture and like asked his people to take a picture and did a group picture and then individual pictures with everyone they were just trying to get one picture but he yeah, was just yeah. like no 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 let's go so that's fucking awesome yeah, yeah. you know being yeah. 93 or whatever well the that's time. the thing is you jumped into that it was lego avengers was the panel i hosted that he came on and that was the whole thing is ahead of time you know they're telling me like all right we've got you know stan's gonna be on it it's gonna be the i'm like all right cool but it's like you know, Stan's old and it's also Comic-Con, so he can't be up there forever. So he's got a very tight window for when he'll come. I'll come give you signals. This is my, my friend Gary, who does PR, was, you know, uh, had brought me in for the panel. I'm like, sure, no problem, whatever. And so I'm up there and I'm on the stage and it's like, I, I think we had teased it, but I don't know. I don't I mean, actually no. I think it was a surprise. I don't think you knew t- he was going to be there. And so eventually, yeah, like it was earlier than it was supposed to be. I see Stanley standing at the other, the complete other end of the stage and Gary there. And it was that thing where I forget who was talking, Arthur, or whoever from TT Games or, you know, somebody else from just the Marvel team. And I, like they're in the middle of a story and it's not a story I'm going to abruptly cut off because it was a good story and all this other stuff. And so I'm like, oh, you know, talking about whatever. And then I look back over and Gary's literally like doing all these hand- like freaking out and Stanley cools a cucumber next to him. He doesn't give a shit when he goes up, when he gets off, you know what I mean? Whatever. And so I was like, hey, Joe Stanley and the place goes fucking crazy. And he came over and shook my hand and talked to me for a second. And then like, you know, we did the whole panel bit or whatever. But at the end, I got to come off and like, you know, that was a great thing. He's like, oh, thank you. You were great. And it's just like, fuck. You know, he was he was so cool. He was awesome. Yeah. 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 That's great. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah Rest in peace, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I hope they make like I hope someone makes a really good documentary about. Well, it. I'm I saw sure there are some out there. Oh, but. speaking of, I should give a shout out. Charles Jacobson is the one who during or no on Twitter brought this up of like, "This should be your topic today, Greg." And I was like, 
great call, Charles. I forgot yeah. that I meant to say it earlier. But in the same vein, I saw in the chat earlier on for the show it going by somebody being like, uh, they need to do a, a biopic with Mark Maron. Yeah, yeah Mark so, so the, the, like, what awesome. I was saying where the pictures of him when he was younger, he looks like a young Mark Maron. Yeah. Yeah. It's really weird. Yeah, that's crazy. Good looking dude. Yeah, Mark Maron. Really good looking. Yeah. Well, they should make a movie about Mark Maron's life too. Everybody watch Mall, Mall Rats tonight. That's yeah. what you do. Uh, and do also, it. you know what else they should watch? Mm. I think I, you could probably correct me on this. 90 Spider-Man animated series. The final episode is that right? Where Spider-Man meets Stanley? Is that the, the final yeah. one? I don't know. I don't. I remember Madam Web. That bringing, sounds right. Yeah, 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 it was, yeah, yeah. It was right. like that, Spider Verse Gen One. I'm yeah, like, hey, yeah, you're yeah. all together, and then that does sound right. Dropped him off in different universes and dropped our '90s Spider-Man into our universe where yeah. he went and met Stan Lee and swung yeah. him around the city. And it was so like, dope. it was that like, sounds right. It was. It sounds so corny, but you watching, you're like, this you're is like, so hey, good. This is so fucking it. cool to see Spider-Man well, meet Stan Lee. That's the beautiful thing about Stan Lee. It's never corny. Think about every cameo he has in these movies. It is so celebrated, even when sometimes it's like Tony Stank. That's yeah, weird. going to say, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's some weird stuff, but it always feels right. It yeah. always feels so celebrated. And I mean, that's only going to be more true. Like, can you imagine Avengers Four seeing his cameo? Uh, like, place, that place is going to come on. That's going to be yeah. an event or not event. Uh, a Fast and Furious Seven moment of like the Paul Walker like going yeah. away. Or it's going to be like, oh no. Well, I, I, I'm, I mean, I'm willing to bet they the, one of the movies is going to be dedicated to him for sure. Oh, I, uh, uh, the next every, every the single next one of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. and rightfully so. It's yeah. just like what a, what an amazing achievement though. Like think about that. If you like, the guy made Spider Man. Right. Can you imagine? That's, yeah, he he created so, like, so many heroes, and that's the thing tier. to sit there and be like, the if you were like, gonna, all of these amazing characters, if you're yeah to have like, and that's the thing is like, granted, I know you're getting at the base level of, or not the base level, but the start of it all, right? So it's easy, but I mean, to create all but these things, not, to sit there and be surrounded like, by your creation. That's the thing. Like, it's easy to make, or I don't want to say easy, but I would bet dollars to donuts that it's easier to. Uh, come up with an idea for a comic book character now than it was before comics. Like those characters, nobody were, knew what was going on. Yeah, they didn't really know what was going on. Like back when 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 the idea of a comic strip was like Archie, you know, or or any of these like or Superman yeah. was just like this vague notion of this of this person who's not anywhere close to the evolution of what it is now. Like now you have the 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 the, the sandbox is a lot bigger to play in. But back then, I mean, to actually to look at and like just sit there and go. I'm going to create a group of characters that are the antithesis of everything. And it's going to be a, uh, a metaphor for the civil rights movement. It's going to be a metaphor for prejudice. Yeah. And I'm going to utilize this, this new genre of comic books to, to get across all of those themes and all of those, like all of those points. And I'm going to create them and we're going to call them the X-Men, right? Like that's, that's so fucking amazing, but it's also just, it's like why I love following that artistic process and seeing that evolution. And that's why I'm like, I, I, I mean, I wish I knew more about Stanley because I, I really don't, but I, the inevitable Netflix amazing documentary made by Kevin Smith or whoever's going to do it. Yeah. Oh, like is going to be fucking awesome. Oh shit. I didn't even think about Kevin. Oh Smith yeah. I mean, like, I've ever things that like, like, you know, uh, Gary Shandling died. Right. And so, uh, Jed Apatow, who I didn't realize was, uh, was mentored by Gary Shandling, um, and worked on the Gary Shandling sh- or the, um, Larry Sanders, Larry Sanders show. And all these things was the perfect person to then go back and make the documentary about his thank you sir. Uh, his mentor. What is happening? Are we doing some? Are we going hard? Oh, there's some. What's going? On? Are we in hard? Over hard to hard over. Is, is Nick getting Doc, hard? Can you give me a sugar free Red Bull for this month? Don't, ah, just bring it to me. I'll pour it in. Don't touch. <laughs> nobody, nobody touches. Nobody touches the koozie. The fallout I'm not sure there's coffee left in this or not. Um, but you know, Campbell? but it's cool. And I'm, I'm just fascinated by that process. And I, you know, it's one of those things where like you look at that, you look at that guy and. Having met and been able to talk to someone like Kevin Smith and seeing his process and being like around for that, it's just such a unique thing, and it doesn't sure. come, it doesn't come across that much around yeah. that much rather. 
Uh, final words on this topic before I'm going to kick it to... Where do I want to go next? I'm going to kick it to Tim to lighten the mood. I'm going to let. I'm going to read this Stan's soapbox. Again, all this stuff's getting kicked around today, but I like this one a lot. Uh, let's lay it right on the line. Bigotry and racism are among the deadliest social ills plaguing the world today. But unlike a team of costume supervillains, they can't be halted with a punch to the snoot or a zap from a ray gun. The only way to destroy them is to expose them, to reveal them for the insidious evils they really are. The bigot is an unreasoning hater, one who hates blindly, fanatically, indiscriminately. If his hang-up is black men, he hates all black men. If a redhead once offended him, he hates all redheads. If some foreigner beat him to beat him to a job, he's down on all foreigners. He hates people he's never seen, people he's never known, with equal intensity, with equal venom. Now, we're not trying to say it's unreasonable for one human being to bug another, but... Although anyone has the right to dislike another individual, it's totally irrational, patently insane to condemn an entire race, to despise an entire nation, to vilify an entire religion. Sooner or later, we must learn to judge each other on our own merits. Sooner or later, if man is ever to be worthy of his destiny, we must fill our hearts with tolerance. For then, and only then, will we truly be worthy of the concept that man was created in, in the image of God, a God who calls all his children. Pax et justi. I can't say Latin stuff. Stanley. Get him, Stan. Get him, Stan. That's this thing, too. You know what I mean? Made all these different heroes and stuff and had, like, obviously allusions to civil rights and being a better person and, mm-hmm. you know, rage versus love and all that jazz. But actually talked about it, too. Yeah. Yeah. And you have a lot of those going around, which is pretty important. Dope shit. Tim. Yes. What do you got? Um, so I was in New York this weekend. Uh, and Let's hear it for New York. Remember that song? Still, to be clear, can't say why I was there. Cool, but really? Yeah. When? Um, Long time from now? Soonish? I don't know. Okay. Um, I was in New York, and uh, I went out with, with my friend Tone Duff. Tone Duff? And uh, we were hanging out, doing, doing all right. Did he take you to the right Patsy's or whatever the fuck? The no, 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 no. The wrong Patsy's the Patsy to it go It was to. good, though. Um, and and uh, we went to, to went to eat, then we got some drinks, and we just kept going and going and going. Next thing I know, it was like 5 a.m. And ah. we're still drinking. <laughs> We're still at a bar. Damn right, yeah. And I'm just like, and eventually the dude looks. He's like, hey, like you guys gotta go. And I was just like, oh, okay. And I look. I'm like, it is 4:40 a.m. Mm-hmm. And we were at this bar. And I'm like, what time does it close? And he was like, oh, it closes at four. So like, I've already let you guys just kind of hang out. And I'm like, thinking about like, oh my god, we've just been here probably eight hours total, just talking, having a great time. Mm-hmm. But it really made me think. How late do bars need to be open? Mm, not you know, because for <laughs> a very for. long time, you know, you look at San Francisco, you're like, oh, it's too like it sucks. The place is what time? So what early. time does it close right now? Here, two, two. two. And, uh, didn't we California, vote to extend that? So or that's something? the thing. California is is two, but um, you know, New York City never sleeps. They they have four. Some places can be a little later. In California, Utah never opens. <laughs> there, 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 Basically, there are, there are certain places in California um, that are that have special. Things that they're allowed to stay till four, but like okay. it's like one pl- per city or something weird okay. like that. Um, and the problem with that is those always end up just being the fight spots. Mm. Sure, oh, yeah. it's like because it's everyone going to one place, and that's a sure disaster. Um, but yeah, there was a, a vote recently, and there, it's still not fully going through. Um, but the idea is that there's going to be five year trial periods given to a bunch of major California cities, including Los Angeles and San Francisco, okay. that are going to push the the. Um, closing time back to 4 a.m. Um, to see if it can, like, because the nightlife, money, and the economy, all that. There's oh, so, course. Much, yeah, so much going on. Sure. Um, so they're they're trying to test it out, see if it like how it affects the the economy overall or whatever. And when I heard that, I was like, that's a great idea. Like, why the fuck not? But now that I've actually done it, 
I'm just like, this is a bad idea. Is it though? We do because not need, because the big problem I have is I was talking to Gia about it because I was just like, this is crazy that I just left somewhere at 440, whatever. When I came home, I was talking to her. She went to school in New York um, for, for college. Um, and she was saying the problem is that it just changes your lifestyle. Yeah. So especially when you're in you just college, go out later, you go out later. Yeah. So it's like you don't pr- start pregaming and going out until like 11 p.m. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, so you're just postponing everything. Well, yeah. that's the problem though. Is like, and this is why I could never wrap my head around the work, like the live the work life schedule in New York, is because like w- it cuts off at two here. So if you do a happy hour that turns into oh shit, it's gonna go late. You're still in bed by like two thirty, and if you have to be at work at nine the next morning, that's that's fine. If you're leaving a bar at five, and you got to be at work at nine, that's just keep drinking. Yeah, just keep going. Keep going through. But like you, it reminds me of like uh, we were in Tokyo where they they have it timed. I don't know if it's still a case or not, but back when I was there, they had times like the bars let out like right when the train started. Oh, nice. So, Jeez. like, the trains would stop, I think, at midnight, but they would start at, I want to say, oh, like, 4 a.m. Really? May, uh, maybe 2, I don't know. Maybe okay. they stop at, like, 1 or 2, but then they start back up. So, you could, if you didn't have anything to do, you go just to a go bar, to bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and just hang out for a couple hours, yeah. then, and then and then go to the train. I might be getting that totally wrong time-wise, but I remember that's what someone told me. But um, I, I it's I get it, and I understand it, but it's it's to me, it, it opens up the bigger issue of, like, why do we have time limits for drinking anyway at bars? And... If it's, I get it. If your bar is like near a residential area, and you're like, we mm-hmm. don't want people raging until six a.m. But like, you even can, that though, how many times do you leave a bar or restaurant? And it's like for the you know courtesy of our neighbors, please keep it down. It's like yeah, it's cause these people are fucked. I feel bad for them. Oh but, yeah, you know, you no, I mean, like, he's coming out to smoke, yeah. wasting, screaming. We used to go to the Brixton well, back when I smoked, and we'd sit outside yeah. for hours until I mean, easily till one thirty, and we yeah. just order rounds of drinks and smoke cigarettes. And if it was a nice night, it would be great. You know, people would walk by. We'd inevitably bring people from the outside inside. It would be a big party. And then eventually they 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 closed down that patio because people in the in the neighborhood were complaining about it. And I'm like, but it's still loud as fuck. Like yeah, yeah. all the windows are still open. Like you're still hearing all that. Uh-huh. And that's what you get if you live on a busy street. Like if you live on uh, Union Street in San Francisco, like it's all shops and bars. You're gonna, you're not gonna be able to sleep. Period. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but it's 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 just it's just kind of weird to me that they put those like you can't buy alcohol past two in California. Why? Mm. Like, what is that four hour gap really getting anyone? Like when they start selling it at six, what's the? What well, I think it's sending people to sleep. I, I think it's a problem with with people getting too rowdy and like things becoming too much of an issue. I don't know, but it's time. but it's one of those things. Like, but it, it's just it seems so arbitrary to me because I feel like it's an all or nothing thing, right? Like if they they're gonna put some laws, but like but you can just go back to your house and keep drinking. You're gonna uh-huh. have alcohol there, so what the fuck does it matter? Who cares? And yeah. you're just gonna make more money off these people. Like I'm all for letting the bar stay open until four because we're just gonna make California's gonna make a shitload of money off of people who just want to drink, and that's totally fine. I got no problem with that. It's like when they were like, "Oh, we're going to raise the price of cigarettes." I'm like, "Well, cool. If you're going to smoke, that's that's what you're going to, you know, you're going to put the money towards on that anyway. So who cares? Might as well make money off of it. That's why I yeah. voted for legalized marijuana. I don't care about weed, but yeah. sure, fuck it. People are going to do it anyway. Tax like, it. Let them make some money off of it. Yeah, who cares? Exactly. Mike, so is it is what's it like in Utah? What? So Utah's actually not that bad. Most <laughs> bars <are> opposite. <laughs> mo- most bars are open till two. Okay. Um, the buying the liquor separate out of the bar is where it gets tough because all the liquor stores are state owned. Okay. And it's Monday through Saturday, obviously closed Sunday. That shit's weird. Uh, Austin's like up, that too. Up until Canada, actually recently, you couldn't even buy beer in a grocery store on a Sunday. Like that was outlawed. Yeah. Every other day of the week, totally fine. It's so, but why? Because it's God's day. Is that why? I, That's weird. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think yeah. it's some ancient carryover law, right? Or so some some ancient carryover law, and unfortunately, you know, not so ancient. Um, not to go too far out on a political soapbox, but my state is run by a church. Yeah. You know, the, the separation of church and state does Definitely not exist yeah. there. Um, you used to have predominantly Mormon. Yes. Yeah. But it's nice. We're getting a lot of new tech companies out there. So, I mean, we're, the swing from, you know, predominantly Mormon to not has been huge over the last few years. So mm-hmm. laws are starting to change. Um, just recently, we voted to legalize medicinal marijuana mm-hmm. or, or at least put it on the ballot, which in my state's unheard of. Sure, that's a huge step, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's, I mean, it's making changes, but yeah, as far as closing times go, yeah, two o'clock is pretty typical there. Yeah. Um, I was down in Arizona a couple years ago on ASU campus. I mean, one of the biggest party schools in the nation. Sundevas! And we ran into so many bars that were closed at like one. I'm like, what is this? I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I don't go out ever. And when I do, I'm certainly not closed. I, I haven't closed down Let's, a bar in years probably let's take this back i was like 23 24 at the time oh no i I was doing this so i totally i totally get it like (laughs) i i know that i just say hey let let the bar stay open i totally understand why they have the Mm -hmm. the limits like you a you can't like you have to curb it off for people at a certain point but Mm -hmm. i just think some of these things are just very very weird like this the sale of alcohol is all is weird as well of like you can't buy it in a store and take it home with you strange to me weird no, I agree. I mean, it, 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 there are all those things you run into. Like, wait, why is this section closed? Well, especially when we're visiting somewhere else. You just can't have a drink. It, have a drink. Yeah, of course. When we're out there, you know, visiting a new place and we do try right. to go to a grocery store and it is that the liquor store is closed off. You're like, well, oh, right. Yeah. That's one of yeah. these places. That's a weird place. What's, you know, in uh, in Quebec or in Montreal, like when, you know, oh, we're going to grab a bottle of wine. It's like, all right, we'll just pop off at a store. And Jen's like, well, no, I want to get like a nice, I want to get a bottle of liquor too. So we have to go to the, I think it's SAQ, which is like the government run mm-hmm. uh, liquor store. Like, oh, this is so weird. Yeah. What's uh? What, is, what are the laws in Vegas? Because I feel like you. Can just always I was gonna say, are there laws in Vegas? <laughs> but like, is are there times where you can't buy alcohol in a casino in Vegas? There's gotta no, be no right. No, I think you can well, always wait, drink, right? Hold on, they if you're buying right. alcohol in a casino, you're doing it wrong. Oh no! I mean, by that I mean like uh, in my fantasy, I'm crushing in a blackjack, right? And you're just getting all, all the, the honeys are around me, all the honeys, and I'm just like hit me, and they're like don't, and I'm like come on, fucking, I, I know. can't, and they hit. Sir, you have Boom. a twenty. Twenty. I'm showing a soft eighteen, and you have a twenty. You're winning. <laughs> I can't hit. Um, I can't. I can't play blackjack around honeys. I lose way too much money because oh, I get I, way I, too easily I, distracted. I don't play blackjack. Period. I'm the worst. I'm one of those people that I've, I've said it before. I was like, I take everyone's bad luck. When it comes. <laughs> like my friends love gambling. With you want to go to Vegas? Because they will all win. No. My brother uh, lives there. We've got a place to crash. No, I hate it. I hate gambling. I don't like it. Yeah, but yeah. I do like. Like I'll find they don't exist anymore. But back in the day, you used to be able to go to like the shittier part of Vegas downtown, and you find like the dollar blackjack table, where sure. it's only a buck to buy in per hand, and you could play for a lot of hours, have fun, smoke cigarettes, and get the free booze, mm-hmm. the watered down shitty free yeah, of booze. Course. Uh, and now I, I just can't do it. Nothing about that sounds appealing. Well, no, to but you. I, if I, <laughs> I, I don't mind playing a game here and there and hanging out like at the table because it's fun, it's exciting. Yeah. But the minimum buy-in every fucking hotel I go to is like twenty bucks. And I'm like, I don't pay. I don't want to play fifteen, twenty bucks a hand. Like that's not your. I could go to the bar and for the for amount of money alive. that I'm buy, like spending here in an hour, I could get shit balled. You're st- all night. You're staying at too high end of places. Hit I'm up, at the fucking Luxor. Hit up, <laughs> hit, hit, <laughs> up the, hit up the Hooters. The Hooters. <laughs> the Hooters hotel. They do have play the penny slots, and you're gonna get that's free true. drinks all I like, night. I like and the use slots, pennies. Though. I like to, I like to have a little bit of like 
I mean, in my brain, I'm like, oh, if I just try real hard, the strategy of this game will allow me to risk win. Risk big, win get. Big, the, I mean, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but. R- risk big, lose current big. And, <laughs> it's me. Current and longest running kind of funny world. It's true. You're, you're on a streak of good luck right now. You know what I mean? Crushing it. Yeah, you are. <sighs> All day long. Why is it on uh, Kevin's desk then? Uh, the that's belt. where it wants to say. Okay. Yeah. Actually, it was. it's in for repairs right now. Kevin is the, uh, true too. the belt repairman. Uh, and it's up, it's up on the list. The belt, I don't know if you know about it, falls apart every time we lift it up. <laughs> Cause it's, it's all all of those badges are on that belt are just hung with double stick tape. <laughs> Don't know why. We, rush we rushed it. We had to rush it for kind of funny life. Like, hey, yeah, big problem. When do you want the? Sure, where do you come so much about wanting. It's just like because I I guess you know you just like what you're used to. So to me, I'm like two a.m. feels right now that now that I'm older. Now that I can like kind of see this whole thing because it's not so much that I need to keep drinking all night. It's nice having a place to be. That you're allowed to just be and hang out and talk yeah. like what we used to treat Starbucks like growing up, mm-hmm. you know, with your friends in college, you're yeah. sitting there. It's like, we'll be here talking all night. I like like I was with Tone Def. We didn't need to be drinking all the time. We weren't drinking. We we're just sitting there talking. It was cool to have a place, yeah. you know. Um, but again, it's more the problem of if you are planning to go out, then it just pushes everything back. And because yeah. of that, I'm just like, I, I don't like that. If I'm trying to get my I dance like, on. Yeah. I don't want to have to leave at like 11 p.m. Your dance you know No, that's the nicer thing about it. Of, of it club. Close, I, I closing early. Like it's just, I feel like it just curbs you in a way. And I I'd definitely been there in the younger days of like, you know, somebody comes to visit from Chicago or whatever. And it's like, all right, cool. And we'd go out and then they close up like it's closing already. And it's like, yeah, but hey, we don't have an excuse. To, I don't need an excuse to stay out anymore. We just go home. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it's over. This mission is over. We've accomplished all we, we can. But it's like, yeah, in terms of I, I've closed bars down recently in san francisco i forget for what though but it's just because i do think I they do close early enough where it's just like yeah you're just out and you're talking you're hanging yeah. out and it's over like oh it's time to go but yeah i don't it's such a young person's game that i'm just not a part of anymore i just like, i don't care I've, the bar I've life. closed them down by drinking them out of vodka and tequila before yeah. with a old company couple, couple bars in vegas my, my when did you switch over to the tito's vodka in monsters uh, mom and dad, if you're watching, don't listen. Uh, 16 years old. Damn, <laughs> son. All right. Well, that that was the that was the vodka monster start. My okay. One of my old bosses turned me on to Tito's, and I just haven't looked back. I like the vodka monster. That's yeah, a good well, I think it's it's great. Me and my friends do a thing most Tuesday nights where we go to this establishment, as you mentioned earlier, Hooters, um, to eat because they have unlimited wings. I hate the fucking food. I'm gonna be real upset. It before James Burke. Big fan, no surprise. Hey, Hooters, <laughs> gotta go to the Hoot Hoot. Gotta watch like, the I game. Hate, I hate it's you on. so much. But yeah, they all like the sports. They all like the stuff. We close that motherfucker down almost every week, <laughs> like without fail. But I feel like that's like that's a little bit more uh, telling of like how difficult it is to be, have a social life as an adult that doesn't revolve around some sort of alcoholic event. Right. Yeah. Like or I, unlimited wings. Yeah. Well, that's fair. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't like that? But like, I, I miss the days where I used to go out. Like, I didn't have any money, so we didn't want to go drink because we didn't, we didn't have any fucking money after college. But we'd go and just sit at an all night. There was a coffee shop in Newport that was open until two. That was awesome. I'm like, oh, I don't have to. I could buy a cup of coffee or a couple cup of coffees here and there. We played some Trivial Pursuit, smoke cigarettes, relax, just enjoy each other's company. And I just don't think we have that outlet in the city anymore. How, unless how, it's Starbucks. How old are but you? They're only open to like, you know, a, I mean, you can't really sit up. Like, you know, I don't know. There's, there's a, a couple, couple that are opening up. The Westlake one's 24 hours. But it's Bruno just one. a good bar. And like, granted, this is also, I think, the difference here in terms of like how they should stay open, right? Because like when we go, whenever we go out to bars, right? We want to go to a place with good drinks. That's quiet enough for us to speak at. That's the thing. Remember that time we were marching around Austin during RTX? Miserable. Andy's most famous tweet. 
Oh when yeah, it was yeah, like yeah, yeah. a billion dollar idea, a bar yeah. that plays music half, half the levels and yeah, other bars. Yeah, yeah. brilliant. But, but it's, it's like that you're looking at, but like to your point of how hard it is. Over the weekend, yeah, Jen and I went and saw a movie on Saturday, but we it was I think of like Friday. It was too late to book tickets, mm-hmm. so we booked some for Saturday. And it's like, yeah, we just I still feel like doing something tonight, though, right? And it was like, all right, we can go to Benjamin Cooper's, we can get a drink or whatever. And she's like, yeah, but I don't want to drink. And then it yeah, was that thing exactly. of like. Huh, well, I don't really know what to do. Like, I can get us out of the house to drink or eat, but we already ate, and nobody wants to drink. <laughs> well, so that, I mean. That's why I really like um, Yancey's, the the bar. Yeah, it's in the like, sunset bar. Yeah, it's in the sunset, and you, you can bring your own food. Bring You can bring your own anything, really. But the, yeah, they don't care. Sorry, and it's quiet enough that, like, you can't just chill and, and talk. We, yeah. we hung out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah we were there. That was fun. It's like, I, that's probably my favorite place because it's never too crowded. Mm. Really? I've definitely been to Yancey. Yancey's is still c- close I've enough s- to I've UCSF it where it's like, yeah. that's that can turn Dying. into a college bar. It isn't always, don't get me huh. wrong, huh. but I've definitely been in there, what is it, asses to elbows is what they where I, it's just ass, like, you're I, I it's a been, million degrees. I'm like, this sucks. I, I have, I do remember a couple, I'm just like the studio right now, but I do remember because back in the, like back when before Uber, Yancey's was, I think, a lot more packed because people just couldn't, didn't want to leave the inner sunset because well, they couldn't get back. Oh, As yeah, Scott Bromley true. used to always call it, it was like it, the inner, the sunset in general was uh, cab kryptonite. Yeah, it really Where you was. would call a cab and 95% of them cabs ain't ever getting to you. Mm-mm. Like you'd call an order one and they just wouldn't They'd show start out sometimes. there and they'd see somebody and they'd pick them up and be like, fuck you. But I'm I do remember like God, the one Scott or two Bromley. times that I ventured out there to hang out with Eric because Eric used to live like he just walked out from, the, from wherever the hell he lived. Um, and that we would be, I do remember distinctly being hammered playing darts. And just everyone was packed in. And yeah. It was just loud and fun. But yeah, I mean, the last few times that we went out there, it was very chill. And that's a perfect example of like, I, I yearn for, yeah. hey, let's all go to a place, sit down at the place, play dominoes, and just or Ghostbusters. Hang out. Jesus Christ. Okay, <laughs> you play Trivial Pursuit at coffee shops, yeah. and you play dominoes at bars. Mm-hmm. I'm awesome. How yeah. the fuck old are you? Domino's, Domino's is an amazing game. <laughs> timeless. Of, it's timeless. You set them uh, up, you knock them over. Wait, d- 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 no, that's no, not no, no, that's not what he means. Let's, let's, let's go to Yancey's and do it. Great. Let's do that. All right, back off. We're building out his domino set. <laughs> or like honestly, like go just even go into shitty and play, carpet like, too. So playing like, spades or playing hearts. Like Jesus Christ, those are also old people games. Great games. Well, they're all game. Whatever. Fucking pick a game that you like to play. Monopoly doesn't matter. Like that's that's what I'm saying. Like I like I miss that. I don't have that in my life right like where i where we have a destination where the other day i was i was getting my car washed and uh i went to there's a there's a tabletop gaming shop over on divisadero i forget what it's called um and i walked in and there was just a bunch of people there playing fucking everything magic whatever yeah. like and i'm like and i asked the guy i was like oh do you ever like you guys ever throw a lot of events here because i'm like this would be a cool kind of meet and greet place and the yeah. guy's like we're packed constantly we're packed until it opened until the second we open, second we close, packed. And I'm like, I, I know exactly why. Because yep. it's nice to have a local like club that you can meet at that doesn't revolve around what? What are you talking? Do one other drink? Oh, I'm just feeling sick. Maybe I get pizza. I'm gonna feel like shit tomorrow. Like, no, this is you can just cool and, and hang, hang out, out with your yeah. friends, but it's not at home. You Do you like remember out by life. the old studio in the sunset, there was that taqueria place that we all, and it was also a German restaurant for a short bit, and we're like, this is a front for drugs, because it was always dead, and then closed down sometimes, and then reopened, and shit like that. Next to the Alfredo. Next and, cafe. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. going to say, the cafe yeah. he, he they, used to work yeah. at. Yeah, they switched that, that over. The mob bot. They switched that over to a board game, come in and play, and we'll, we'll make you waffles, place. And it's the same shit? And, the, and every time I walk it's, by that thing, man, it's jamming. Yeah. People are all over it. Makes sense, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. That that's different than back home. Nobody goes to those board game places at home. Really? And nobody goes to bars either, though. I mean, the 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 drug of choice back home is movies. Meth. Oh, 
That's fine. <laughs> I'm meth, I'm sure, somewhere. <laughs> I mean, we still but, have that too, right? Like, I still really do enjoy going to movies, stuff like that. And, sure. I, and that's why it's, it's, it is fun to be able to go to, like, Alamo, even though I know Kevin hates the light. Um, I hate that light so much. He hates much. it so much. But, like, Alamo's fun because it is sort Perfect. of, it's more than a movie. You go, you can have a cocktail if you want in the bar beforehand. Yeah, dinner, uh-huh. You can yeah. have dinner. It feels like people just go to that bar to hang out and the be around The best thing it. about Alamo is that bar. That bar the is the Baron, Baron Bowl or what it's yeah. called. Yeah, yeah. Baron Bowl. Big uh, did yeah. they fix their wings? I know you had an issue yeah, with the wings. Yeah, they did. Okay. They did. They, they got so them much back. So much so that like, my wife and I like to go because she likes wings. We have a date on Saturday to go uh, to Bohemian Rhapsody and get wings. Well, yeah. Yeah. There you go. Fun. Yeah, it's, it, it's funny because Don't that, watch it at Alamo, though. What's that? Watch it in Dolby. Let him just be, Tim. Can we enjoy something without you and Kevin noting everything to death? You got to do it. For the meat. No, for the sound on this one, Tim's right. It's Sure, but for the wings, there you go. Gonna be a and tough the gigantic call. refillable diet cokes that mm-hmm. they give you. Mm-hmm. That I get, I drink so many of them, I get cold. I'm like, oh, bring it in. <laughs> my core, Maybe my core more. is so cold. Yeah. No, it's funny you bring that up because yeah, movies were the thing of hey, we're kids and we're underage and we can't do this. And we'd sh- we'd we'd pop over to the Steak and Shake and hang out there way too long or whatever Fuck at Denny's. That, but like Fuck it was every Friday and Saturday going to the movies. Cantera, AMC Thirty out in uh, How- a little bit what Naperville area, Warnerville. How often are were movies sold out when you were growing up? Like. Day a movie comes out, could you get tickets that day? No, not a chance. I saw. I went to see Gladiator, the the, the day it came out, and I had to sit. It was the it was the day that I discovered I don't like the front row mm. because I had to sit in the front row to watch Gladiator, and all I saw was just a blur of color because the screen was so big at the Irvine Spectrum that it was just like I'm like I think that's Russell Crowe's tricep, but I'm so <laughs> fucking close to the screen right now that I can't yeah. see anything. Well, th- that's the best thing about these new like the recliners. Yeah, uh, there's not a bad seat in the house. Like the front yeah. row is still the not worst. Great. Yeah, but 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 dude, when you're reclined, it's like not bad. It's totally fine. I so. totally I had a trip this weekend because we well, the movie we went and saw was mid 90s, oh, and, yeah. and the only place that we could get in to see it was uh. And so yes, growing up, I did go. To, the movies did sell out, and it would be that panic of like, I, oh, my sister isn't working until noon. Can she go buy us all tickets and we'll give her money? You know what I mean? I'm, see, I, I'm just curious because back home before like assigned seating. You would have to line oh, God, up three, four hours. I used to love that. But I, I, I came out. That that we came out it's here and we saw the Batman movie, um, Suicide Squad. The one, the, the one with the Joker in it. Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. Dark Knight. No, Dark Knight. Yeah. Dark Knight. The Dark Knight. Um, we saw that one opening day, and we're all from Utah, so we're like, shit. We need to get in line four hours early. We sat in line for three hours before anybody else showed up behind us, and they're like, yeah, that's just not a thing here. Really? No, yeah, we went. That was down that in uh, Newport. That definitely happened here. Oh, you went no. to wait Newport and SoCal. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I go, I go to Newport. Uh, my family typically goes once a year. Did you see the? Uh, did you see it at the big theater in Newport? The big. Uh, the one the big by uh, Fashion Island. Yeah, there's two theaters there. Did you see it in the one that's like the biggest screen in the fucking yes. planet? Yep. That's where I saw the Phantom Menace, and I camped out before. I camped out for like nine hours beforehand, and boy, that wasn't worth it. <laughs> Before I move on with this, I do want to get this stupid joke out. Tim, would you say you're a member of the reclining community? Oh, Jesus God. That was Jesus. If, if you want to rewind the video, you can see Nick touch my arm to try to stop it. the conversation. I to insert so that gem. To insert that gem. But no, I went and saw mid-90s, right? And it was, uh, again, I have taste. And I, <laughs> I, I try to only see movies at Alamo, the best theater in San Francisco. And so going to the Metreon again or whatever and getting that popcorn and like, uh, getting a bottle of water, I found myself in the middle of that movie craving a, a Coke so bad. Because I don't drink soda ever, but back when me and my friends in the mid '90s would go to the movies all the fucking time, you'd have that super fucking salty popcorn like this one was, oh, yeah. and like you'd have that Coke, and it was just such a weird thing of like, 
this juxtaposition of my adult life mashed up with like everything we used to do on Fridays and Saturdays. Oh, dude, I, yeah, I used to go uh, with my buddy Stu. Stu. Uh, and here's what we would do: we were like maybe I want to say thirteen or fourteen. We would go to the Canyon Crest Town Center, and there was a comic book shop there. There was a video shop there. There was a coffee shop and candy shop, and that would be the round. We would just do the you would do the whole round, yeah. and then you'd go to the movie. And then mom and dad would pick you up or whatever. We might, may or may not have smoked a couple cloves uh-huh. uh, back then because we were yes. cloves were like God, the cool cloves, thing to do. Cloves were the shit in ah, high school. They were so great. Uh, and there was always a security guard that I think we went to school with his daughter that would catch us, but he would let us off because we went to school with the daughter. Nice. Also, he we did not realize at the time he had no authority over anyone mm. because he just but he had a golf cart which made him like. Like back Seems in the day, legit. when you're a kid and an adult is in a golf cart, that's like a golf cart. They and might as well be the fucking FBI. Yeah. yeah. Even though the badge says rent a cop. Yeah. I mean, they're still scared. I don't think this guy even wore a badge. I think he had shorts on. <laughs> <laughs> he was just like, stop doing what you're doing. I'm like, no. He's like, ah, fuck it. God <laughs> fuck damn. It. That happens. There's a scene with that in mid nineties. <laughs> <Is it? laughs> yeah. no, I, I actually really want to see that movie because it, it that is that was the, like it's a time period. my childhood. It's it's a that's the weird thing about it is that it's a time period for sure, and you feel it oozes that period of time. But then the lives they are living aren't the like the lives I was living or something that's like that. The yeah. Jonah Hill one, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So there's all these touchstones to it, and I definitely knew people like them in it or whatever. Yeah. But there's like still the. Adolescence coming of age, trying to join a new group of friends that everybody gets, but then mm-hmm. it is mashed up with. I had those Ninja Turtle sheets. I had that Hulk, right. yeah. so, Hulk Hogan pillow. So pad. eighth grade, but in the nineties. Right, exactly. Yeah, and even in eighth grade, I was watching. I'm like, I get this movie. I feel, oh God, but I feel this movie. Right I connected now. way too much yeah, to yeah, that movie. I second it. That was it. Was either we were gonna watch either eighth grade or the Spy Who Dumped Me over the weekend. I think you took the wrong choice. I absolutely did not take the wrong choice. Have you seen Eighth Grade? Not yet. And and I do want to see it, and I know it's going to be really really good. good, But for the vibe of the weekend, eating pizza and fudge, I was like, I feel like the spy who dumped me is going to be... It was pizza first. Was this, was this a stuffed crust fudge pizza? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was having a time. We ordered it from this place. Called, I think it was called Best Pies. And I, I wanted a... You know, there was so like... Oh, Mike, want... I'm going to need a rating on Best Pies. <laughs> oh, he'll, he'll tell you. Um, I'm going to need to check that it's you, actually you called call Best Pies. Right now? I don't know if I have his number. Oh, I man. Oh, no, I was going to say one of us does. <laughs> I want I want to call Snow Mike Mike and get the, the, the rating on that. But I messed up because... Oh, here we go. Well, I mean, you can keep talking. You know how ringing I don't want to what is going on? <laughs> Snowbike Mike, you are on the Game Over Greggy show. How are you? I'm wonderful. I'm watching live right now because I support you all. Hi, Mike. On Patreon. Great. Do you, hey. did, the, did the YouTube catch up yet? Do you know what the question is going to be? Uh, no, the YouTube is not caught up. I'm still listening to Nick talk about the spy who dumped me. It's about to happen then. Hold on. We'll wait. Uh, I'm not watching that. Oh, okay. Oh, sorry. We need to know how it, best pies in Tahoe. Good pizza? Oh, good pizza up here. You got the Lake Tahoe Pizza Co. Or you got my favorite, Vinny's Pizza. Now, if you drop mm. the name Snowbike Mike, he'll give you an extra large pie for $10 and a two liter. So, you got to drop the name, though. So Wait, what, now, hold on, hold on, hold on. Is that just a, re, is that just a reoccurring deal? <laughs> that's, a, that's a deal if you know Snowbike Mike. That's Damn, all right. You're selling me on this place. You guys want to go to Tahoe for pizza tonight? Nick's trying to say he ate at a place called Best Pies. I think that's what it was called. So, so Nick was up in North Lake. He's not down in my hood. I'm on the South Shore. He's right, up right, there right. where people wear Patagonia. They're wearing North Bay. Patagonia. That is like the upper echelons. That's California luxuries where Nick was. Gotcha. Uh, Thank you. Okay, now I understand. I did I did I did walk in. I hate something about bikes, Nick. I did walk in and there was a guy who was in a Patagonia vest but also had like an Under Armour thing. Looked like he was a doctor and he was complaining that um the phones weren't working well when he called in. He complained 
to everyone that walked up to him about the phones. And I was like, bro, welcome, you got to just back it off a little welcome bit. Welcome to my job. Oh, no. <laughs> he was like, oh, I had a problem with the phones earlier today. And I wonder if you're the person to talk to. And the manager's like, no. <laughs> Not the guy to talk to. <laughs> I just walked away. And then eventually we got, I was there for so long. We got to the, like the, the meat of it was that the manager accidentally hung up on him. And that's what the guy was pissed off nice. about. Apologies were, were given all around. All right, so Mike, Mike, thanks for the pizza update, and thanks for the shirt. It's very comfortable. I like it. You're the best. I was just going to say, before you two go, big shout-out to my man, Mike, right next to you on your right-hand side. And, of course, you, Greg Miller, for rocking that sweet, sweet, sweet Snowbike Mike merch. Snowbike Mike, where can they get this shirt? Hey, you can get that shirt right now on streamlabs.com slash Snowbike Mike, or you can go to my Twitch channel right now and click on the button that says merch. Thank you, Snowbike Mike. Go have fun. See you, guys. Have a great night. Right, See you, Mike. What a piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> I've said it before and I'll say it again. There are so many charlatans in the mm, kind of funny community. Yeah. He's one of them. He's, just, He's like a cultist in Assassin's Creed. Only, We're going to unveil one day. Like, it was Snowbike Mike all along. Only Snowbike Mike could we call and talk about pizza in Tahoe and him give you, <laughs> of course, here's the fucking special. But here's the special. Here's the deal. Drop the name Snowbike Mike. It's, it's, I just, I feel like Snowbike Mike is an untapped resource. I love That's that what I feel like. I love that he man is, so much. That man, I feel, I mean, Tim is hype. Thank you. Snowbike Mike is it's a whole the hype embodied. Like, holy hype. shit. He got that sport thing going. He's you know what just, I mean? Well, I mean, aside from the sport thing, just the first five minutes of his stream, which is the same thing every single night, I'm just like, oh my God. Like, I wish I had half your energy. Yeah. He's just beautiful. I'm actually, I wish I could redo last weekend so I could go get that deal on that pizza. Because <laughs> well, I want to be able to drop the, Snowbike Mike's name and get a hookup. We the said it before we say it again. We need oh, kind so of funny bad. retreat up there where we just go up there uh, and we just so chill in Tahoe for a weekend. Remind me about that. Weekend. Remind me about that. Okay. Why don't you guys just do it? I got a pitch for you. Okay. Why don't you guys just do a kind of funny retreat in Mike's living room? All of you crash on his floor and couches. Sure. He'll show you around. Sure. What's that? Oh, no, I was going to say we got a TP Mike's house. Um, <laughs> no, I'll talk to you guys off air. Okay. But, yeah, I got, I got an idea for you guys. If it doesn't end with us wasted in our underwear, me wearing that uh, panther hat that he has, or helm head. Remember the time we got fucked up on hot toddies yeah. in Toronto? How can I forget? Well, get, that's us. That's yeah. what we're always going to do. Even when we got wild and crazy and went back to our rooms at 930 it was, You know what it was? I was like, hey, this is great. We're having a great time right now. And then we went out into the cold, and it sobered us up real fast. Yeah, yeah that'll like, happen. It's so cold out here right now. Yeah. Like that'll happen. Do you want to ski when we do this? I'm not for either one, water yeah, ski or, think, or, snow, or, or snow bikes. Yeah, snow yeah, bike. you want some snow stuff, you think? Yeah. I think you need to get wasted, get in your underwear, and ride down the hill in your, on the snow bike. Can we have one of those cool cabins that has the hot tub outside and like we're yeah. surrounded by snow, Absolutely. but we're there too? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, we can oh do that. God, holiday party. What does what does she want? What does she don't doing worry about Andrew Renee. Don't worry about what Andrew Renee's hitting me up about on this show. Don't look at my phone, sir. Can I text her back on your phone? No, you may not, sir. Send her, Sir, send her a picture of Nick's face. I'll, that's fine. I'll, yeah, you're allowed to send, it, send back one of those close-up face photos you do. Oh, Nick. All right, while you do that, monster. Nick, you know how to use that, right? I'm going to tell you about our sponsors. Please do, it's Greg. It's Hims. What's up, everybody? It's me, Greg and Pertillo from the future, here to tell you about our sponsors for the Game Over Greggy Show. First, it's forhims.com. You've heard us talk about hymns for quite some time. The idea is simple. It is a one-stop shop. For sexual wellness, hair care, skin care, everything men need that they don't talk about, that they're embarrassed to do. You don't have to worry about it anymore. Uh, how do we know so much about hymns? Andy and Nick, on the other side of that there wall, use it for hair. Of course, once you notice your hair's uh, starting to go, it's too late. You need to get on it as fast as you can. 66% uh, of men lose their hair by the age of 35. Andy and Nick saw 
the warning signs. Saw problems and hit up forhims.com. What you do with hims is you go there, you fill out some questionnaires, you talk to a doctor, they recommend some stuff. This is all done online. You don't have to go to any waiting rooms. You don't have to shake up your daily routine. You do it on your schedule. Get generic uh, equivalents to name brand things. It's cheaper. It's better. It's what you'd like to use if you need to do some stuff. They can ask you with real doctors and real medical grade solutions to treat hair loss. You can order now. My listeners, get a trial month of hims for just $5 today right now while supplies last. See website for full details. This would cost hundreds if you went to a doctor or pharmacy. So go to forhims.com slash greggy. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash greggy. G-R-E-G-G-Y forhims.com slash greggy. Up next, it is Robinhood. It's an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, cryptos, and it's all commission-free. Kevin, you've been using this, right? Yeah. You enjoying it? Sure am. Of course, Kevin plays the stock market, tells me I shit all the time. Robinhood is what I should be using. It's a non-intimidating way to get into the stock market for newcomers and invest for the first time with true confidence. It's simple and intuitive. Clear design with data presented in easy-to-digestible ways. Uh, again, there's no commission or fees like that. Uh, it's got easy to use, and you learn by doing. Learn how to invest and how to build your portfolio. Discover new stocks and track your favorite companies with personalized news feeds, custom notifications for stock price movements, so you never miss the right moment to invest. Robinhood is giving listeners a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help build your portfolio. Sign up at greggy.robinhood.com. That's greggy.robinhood.com. Invest in your future. That's not what they said. That's what I said. Bertillo, what do you say? Just a bunch of sniffs. That's all he's got. Back to the show. Welcome back. Uh, Mike slash toggle. See, si, senor. The time has come. What's your topic? My topic is you guys' creative process, specifically Nick's, because I oh. feel like I've heard more about his than anything. But, I mean, obviously there's thought that goes into kind of funny. Sure. Uh, how, is that obvious? How, how much of it, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how much is, you know, off the cuff. I'm sure 99% of it. Well, you know, you were in the pre-pro plans. You know this was happening. We were like, you know what we got to do? Beer and a fallout thing. You, that was that <laughs> yeah. was the whole that was that, the, show that was the whole plan of the day. Pre, pre-production. Uh, Andrew Renee texted back the poop emoji. Yeah. <laughs> that's not. That's that's. Uh, I feel like that's disrespectful on a different that, level. That is. But I'll I'm pick sorry. that up with her when she's back in this week tomorrow. But you know specifically, I mean, how do you guys come up with certain things? You guys, you on the show last week. Um, has it gone live public? The two of you, or is it just uh, Patreon? By the time this goes live, it'll be live. Okay. Um, sure. You, you talked a little bit, especially about the showcase. The last game over. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Where you were like, oh, yeah, me and Tim need to get together and put together what we want to do. And, and we are. We did. We, we did. Oh, well, half of it. Tonight's the second yeah, half. Yeah. And the first half's good. The first half fucking killed. It. Yeah. But the, I mean, I feel like, sorry, finish this. No, you're fine. I feel like it's a great jump off. Point. But I, I just, I'm just curious, you know, what you guys do to a get in the mood for that or to keep going with that or like Nick with his stand up or his screenwriting. Sure. Um, because I, you know, I, I do work a full time job, but I'm also learning to make video games. I'm an artist. I am attempting to write and I just, you know, my creative process for everything is different. So I'm curious what you guys do to get mm. in that quote unquote creative mindset. I would say the number one tool we use 
is we just commit to something and then go. You fuck. announce it, right? <laughs> we gotta do that thing. You announce. You announce a showcase. That's, and that's said, how the showcase worked, right? Totally. The showcase was a thing that we announced, and I was like, I hope people support it. Got way too much support. Ignored emails for ten days. Finally started getting. When it wasn't like I was doing it to be a dick. I'm just buried in my regular work. Yeah. And then started getting back into it, and then it was putting on the calendar what every day was. And you were I, you were here. Or you can't, you've been here today. Today's uh, kind of funny game showcase day where today was the deadline. Yeah. It, wink, nod of the deadline to get your asset in. Yeah. A lot of people have asked for extensions, obviously, but a lot of people didn't. In actually, and I didn't think about it. So today when I open my email and it's like, oh, wow, I have 13 trailers and montage clips and all the stuff yeah. I need, I'm getting in footage I haven't seen. And like, you know, we watched one of the trailers back there. And I was like, holy shit, this is actually yeah, way sure. better than we thought it was going to be insane. By the way, that person is a one man development crew. Wow. Holy shit. Yeah. 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 Oh. You know who it is if you're wow. watching that we talked about this because I hit him up to clarify that. So he was he That's was like really impressive, he, and it's really adorable because again, like I told you, he had been he didn't have the trailer ready to show. So I was like, well, yeah, you're tentative or whatever. And then he sent it in. I was like, holy shit, how many people worked on this? And like, we're just talking, 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 and finally like seven emails in. He's just like, so yeah, just uh, let us know if we're in the thing or not. And I'm like, oh no, you're oh, sorry, dude. I thought no, you're fucking <laughs> in. No, this is amazing. You're yeah, in. Yeah, for no, sure. you get to be for you get sure. to be in it for sure. But yeah, it's it's giving yourself real deadlines and not even real deadlines. It, there's such a difference between, Hey, I want to do this, my comic book for Superman mm. and Hey, it's the job and I'm doing it right. Where it's like Superman has become awesome. I want to do that. And the, co- the comic book club for a long time was like, oh, I started this and I wrote this and blah, blah. And then it was like, well, now, com- now the games are starting to come. Oh, I had this event. Blah, blah. And now it's like, are you fucking? I don't even bother making excuses on the show. I'm like, it's fucking. I, I want to. I'm dying. I can't. I don't have time to write this comic book. You know what I mean? In a perfect world, I'd love to have it on January 5th, right? And yeah. As my New Year's resolution and stuff, but I don't think it'll be the full thing. But again, will I even do that? Because showcase is on top of me. You know, having, having spending time with my wife is on top of me. Playing video games is on top of me yeah. for the job and the regular day to day. Like, it's it's prioritizing, and that's what gets prioritized up. And so I totally hear you. Of, cool. It's not. My job, right? You have to do all that same stuff, but with your real your career, and uh-huh. then also free time and family and everything else. How do you then go and make the side stuff you want to do, right? Mm-hmm. Learn, you know, trying to write, trying to make a game, all stuff. And it, it's however much you ever put into it is how much you'll get back. And I think for me personally, with the comic book thing, it is that of I've never. Oh man, it'd be cool to write a comic book, right? And, 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 and like, as soon as I started talking about it, so many different people in the real comics industry started talking to me about, like, man, you should really write something. We'd love I, to talk. And blah, blah blah. I was gonna say your your comic book idea is fucking genius. Thank you. But it was that thing of real quick. I <clears throat> fall, I just I remembered why this didn't work for me when I was when I before I made the YouTube channel, right? I always mm-hmm. tell that story that. I was looking for a creative outlet and I thought about comics and I thought about a children's book and it ended up being YouTube and where it was all of a sudden I'm up at six in the morning for every video I post. I'm, uh-huh. I'm making all this content. I'm taking days off of work to edit all the stuff because that was a passion for me. Whereas the comic thing wasn't a passion for me. And so right now it is that thing of everything always going to the back burner because this is my passion and making all this stuff happen. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of it's jumping out of the plane, but then it's also jumping out of the plane and realizing, yeah, like, oh, well, the comic thing is just going to be me hitting the ground because right now it's not what I can. I'm not prioritizing that part of it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's jumping out of the plane and knowing that uh, to keep this metaphor going, that we kind of have other superheroes that could fly in and, and help make sure that we don't just hit the floor where it's like between the people that we have it kind of funny. Every time that we set out to do something, it's I feel back in the day, it was a lot more like people doing their own thing and trying to like get it all done by themselves. But in the last couple of years, we have been really good about working with each other and under, oh, sure. we know exactly what people are good or, or, or bad at. 
and we just go to the thing that they're good at and then we work together and it's like I can start working on a project knowing it has glaring holes because I know you guys are going to fill the holes mm -hmm. and it's it, like you can kind of plan around that but like for me the whole anytime there's something a creative vision that we need to work on anytime there's a project that I, I, I want to get out there my favorite part I think the most important part is everything Greg's saying is absolutely correct you need to have the deadlines you need to have a, a skeleton and a schedule and work backwards from the end goal and figure out all the things you need to do but for me it's really about coming up with the ideas and then talking it out with people mm -hmm. like pitching people things before you act on things before you start actually doing the stuff like forever me and kevin going to dinner and i'm talking now like 10 15 years ago like before ign before all that it would just be like running ideas by him and like going back and forth trying to like figure it out and then when we we're at ign that was just even more of that and then with kind of funny it's like there's not a lunch that goes by that's not me and nick working through something yeah just talking about fun stuff mm -hmm. and and that's the thing too is like one of the other i think really big tools that i see a lot of people having as a deficit like they don't have is that you accountability is a big thing and there's and accountability can come in a lot of forms but one of which is another person so if you're a writer um, I found that the times that I've written most or collaborated or, or uh, had the most output was when there was someone else that I, I felt like I was letting down if I didn't do my job. Um, and so if you want to be a screenwriter or something like that, and you have friends that want to do that, maybe be open to collaborating with them and say, hey, let's write something together. Uh -huh. um, and, uh, you know, we can set a date on the calendar every week where, you know, if you're going to back out of that, that you're letting someone down. And I think that's really and then or or if you're if the person doesn't live in your city or whatever you can have accountability built in to go, Hey, I'm going to, I think we should aim to have a rough synopsis done by next week. Just a couple yeah. paragraphs put together by next week. I'll take care of that. And the second you put that out there and you commit to it, then there's someone else that, 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 and you know, that person's waiting for it. That's a very, very powerful tool. Mm -hmm. The problem with uh, the problem with open-ended creativity is that it's so easy just to say, I'll do it tomorrow. Uh -huh. It is so easy to punt it. And like Greg said, like, Anyone who is an adult that has a job and a family and a life and 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 responsibilities and everything life. else. Yeah. Well, you know, like it, it, you got to be in that snowbike mic stream. I understand. It's, it's easy. Well, it's easy when you're you know younger and you don't have the the uh, responsibility of the weight of the world on your shoulders, right? If you're you got to rent, you got shit like that, you got to pay for. Mm -hmm. Like it's very it's it's not. No one's gonna hold it against you if you say you know what instead of taking the day off today to write that screenplay I've always wanted. You're like, I'm going to go put more work in so I can get a promotion at my job yeah. so I can have a better life. Um, and I feel like that's what a lot of people listen to. And I, I have that voice in me every single day that goes, just stay home, dude. Like it's like last night, it was Sunday. I drove back from Tahoe, got home at six o'clock and I was like, I just want to sit on my couch. But then I was like, shut up, little voice. And I went and I did some comedy last night. Which, when you mentioned that you did a show last night, I was shocked. I did not do a show last night. I went and sat outside at oh, the sold-out okay. show waiting to get picked um, and probably inhaling a lot of smoke. But uh, Again, it, you guys just need to get outside, embrace the smoke, breathe it in. You'll be all right. Yeah. That's fair. Um, but you know, and, and that's the thing. It's like, it's, it's, you're going to, you're going to listen to that voice and it's occasionally it's going to happen, right? You're going to go, oh, I just don't want to do anything tonight. Mm -hmm. And you're going to, it's going to, and you have to use that as a tool as well, because you do have to kind of, that has to, you're taking care of yourself has to be a priority, but yeah, it's, it's, it's really hard. Cause I feel like I look back on the times that I've written most and it's been because I have a deadline or I have a thing that I'm waiting for. So mm -hmm. like, even if it's just a screenwriting competition or a short film competition, like the times that I have actually gone out and done stuff. Like Tim brought up the, these Doritos commercials that I did on my channel a while back. And it was because I was like, oh, there's a really cool Doritos competition. I didn't know about it. it was like I had seen people enter the, the crash, the Super Bowl competition. I was like, you know, it'd be fun 
to just shoot a th- couple thirty second spots with my friends, and mm-hmm. this would be cool. And there was, and I was like, and then I looked at the deadline. I was like, oh shit, I gotta have these done in a month. That is the fire that then goes. It's like when someone says, oh, I don't know if we're out of the wings. And then all of a sudden you're like, fuck, I really, I really, really want, want those wings. fucking wings, right? <laughs> my you got to find whatever that mechanism is going to be that makes you want the fucking wings. Yeah. And because we all know, like we've all, I've seen it with every single one of us. When Greg wanted to do the showcase, it was, we're, we're fucking doing it. Like we're going to do this. Like we can't, it's almost that, like you want to find those opportunities in your life where it's like, if we don't do this, someone else will. Yep. Let's be the first person to this. Yeah, yeah you remember that that day? That was one of my big not. Like someone else is gonna do this. I was like, like, we gotta be the first to announce the pro rest conference before anybody else does. <laughs> I don't like, want IGN <laughs> saying they're doing a press conference. <laughs> but so like, funny. but that's good because that's By the idea way, that excites you. We're gonna watch the Doritos commercials we're, in the post show. Oh, so get hyped about that. Fantastic. Don't reveal how many views these things have. Okay. I want that to be a surprise that's, to the world. Yeah, that's, that's have you ever told me your idea? You'll have to see. Oh yeah. Hey, hold on. Listen to this. Have you? Because so if you yeah, we're gonna watch them the post show, great reason to come over to kindoffunny.com or no patreon.com slash kind of funny and watch it with us because there'd be no idea how to find Doritos commercials from Nick Scarpino without it. Do That's it, fair. you cowards. Thank you very much. However, uh yeah, Nick did these trying to win this competition, right? And then Nick dropped this idea on me that I think is brilliant. This will be the only time we ever talk about it. Go. Well, I forget the specifics of it. What did I tell the you? The idea Why Nick will had, it be the only time? Are was, you guys not going to follow through with it? You're about to understand. The about, no, no. You, when you hear the pitch, you'll understand. Okay. Nick's idea is these are the only thing on your YouTube channel, Yeah, right? I, have three cha- I have three videos on my YouTube <laughs> that are just of, I think I uploaded a video one time to see if YouTube would process it correctly so yeah. I could re-download it, and I can't figure out how to delete it. But it's, <laughs> so <laughs> it's Nick's camera. genius idea he dropped on me when we were up in Toronto would be that Let's just make more and let's go make a bunch of Dorito commercials. And then he releases them on his channel once a month and we never, ever mention never it or promote it. it and see just how, how far dropping. we get in these, this, this, this YouTube channel creating high quality Doritos, Doritos commercials <laughs> that has no affiliation with Doritos. That's none whatsoever. <laughs> that is brilliant because I showed my brother the videos yeah. and he was Doritos time, Doritos <laughs> time, Doritos time. He's like, these look like real commercials. I'm like, yeah, they to- they were designed that way. My, yeah, my, my pitch to Greg was, here's what we do. We just we just put them out. We don't talk about them. We film some and then slowly introduce a really fucked up story, like a subtext oh underneath them. Yes. Oh, hold, like, hold on. Long, build. long man. Hold. Which did you ever watch? Not yet. God damn it, you guys. Like, hold on. We got to take a step back. Commercials like, like, it's like the vanishing where they can't, they can't find Alex's yeah. character. We, yeah. We got to take a step back. Yeah. Fucked up story by your brain yeah. or by his brain? Uh, my brain. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, it'd be dark. Oh, God. Those wouldn't, dark. Even, those wouldn't even get aired in Europe. That's the genius of this. Because Which the- Doritos doesn't want to give me a million dollars for my commercials. <laughs> Did you ever- Fuck you. I'm taking some business out of your pocket. Did you ever see uh, Sorry to Bother You? Uh, you know this movie, the Time Marker movie. Yeah, you did see it. Yeah, I, I feel like I did, but I Jen and I watched it uh, in me. the last week or whatever. Telemarketer, yeah. he gets bumped up. He uses his white person voice to get promoted up and up, and like what? That's all. Definitely you Definitely a movie where it's like the less you know, the better going into it. When it takes its turn, I was like. This is a it's, movie I wrote. You it's know what I mean? Greg Miller shit. Oh my god! It really is. Well, I was like watching it. I'm like, this can't really be the movie, can it? And I was like, this is the movie. This guys, is brilliant. Do you guys remember the time that oh Greg god. Miller fantasized about what it would be like when his daughter brought home a guy for the first time, and he reached into his pocket and handed him handfuls of hot. Was it hot tamales? Hot tamales. Yeah. 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 What yeah. was that? Like that's three weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. But for us, that's a lifetime ago. So We've made so much content since then. It's was hard that to keep not it. Last week. 
No, that wow. wasn't. That was the people here. Yeah. It got broken out by somebody in the community was, last week. Was was it the Makuga episode? It might have been the Makuga. I don't episode. think so. I wouldn't get that crazy in front of Josh. I respect him too much. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Josh please. is a professional. He's a professional. Oh man. So yeah. What the fuck were we talking about? <laughs> Just Doritos commercial. Tremendous waste of my efforts and time. Oh, with, creative with, process. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, but does that it was, answer your question? You you mentioned that it was like we kind of we tiptoed onto it in last week's episode, yeah. and you want to talk more about it. Yeah, and I, I mean, well, and I I actually had thought about this months ago. No, thanks to Snowbike Mike's chat because I asked them multiple times what I should talk about. Mm, sure. Um, but no, I came up with this not months ago, I guess weeks ago. And then you guys touched on it last week and I'm like, Mother God damn it. I'm mean, always happy to talk about it. But that's the thing. Like I, I, I think that when I look at my creative output through the years, every time I've tried to do stuff just by myself, like where I let ego get in the way and go, no, I'm going to push everyone away and this is going to be perfect. And it's going to be, it never happens. Right. Mm-hmm. I think that, I think that the, the best piece of advice I can give you is surround yourself with people who are doing awesome shit and either help them do the awesome shit or collaborate with them or yeah. just find that sure group of people that's doing great stuff and then just put the fucking work in and grind because everything's a, a grind. A great man once yeah. said, stop, collaborate, and listen. listen. And it was true words. Very yeah. true words. True words. Never, never spoken. Never spoken. Uh, you got to find the group because once you do, you yeah. just then, then you're allowed to present something. It'll be critiqued and then you can work together on how to make it better. Well, that, yeah, that was the thing of like, you know, it's so much easier for us as a group, mm-hmm. especially knowing how we all work and what each other's strengths and weaknesses are. And, you know, Tim, when we sat down Saturday to start actually collaborating on the game showcase, it was that super exciting <laughs> thing for me of like, all oh, right, I've been building this and you don't know what it is. Yeah. And Tim's like, no, you understand. I was talking to people at the Nintendo thing about this of like, you know, we're getting ready, obviously, for our anniversary in January yeah. where we usually do a whole bunch of crazy stuff and this, that and the other. And you were talking to people there about it mm-hmm. and you were like, it's so weird that you and I have gone off on our own to do these huge monumental things and are getting input from everybody, but then we come back to the table with what's actually happening, right? But when we're off on the owner, when we're off on our little group doing it, no, we're, I know you're taking care of it, so I don't have to be worried about it. You Absolutely. know I'm taking care of it. Yeah. And like, then we come together and we have these ideas, and it is the opening for the showcase, right? Where we you had it almost. Almost. And then it, you gave it to me, and I was like, this is it. And then I, I, I said the words, and I tear up, and I'm like, that's it. That's, that's it. what we it got is. It. We this got it. it. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. yeah, we had the idea for, like, the hype intro, and it was just, I was like, I'm 90% here. But, like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. missing a little yeah. something. You you came through with that slam dunk. Yeah. Football reference. Na- well, close. Airbud. Oh, God, Air a football Bud. reference? Oh, okay, Airbud. Just yeah. keep skating. He's going to say football yeah. reference in a game show. Just keep skating. Case, huh? Just keep skating. The famous thing we say on this show all the time, just keep skating. Oh, my God. Complete wait, wait. sidebar. Do you know yeah. how many people don't know Brink? An upsetting amount. Yeah. That's the answer. I, Hopefully Disney Plus will bring it all back. Is Paul Heyman in that one? Is that the one Paul Heyman's in? No. Okay. When, no, which, when you I found... I'm getting, I'm getting confused. Which one's the roller, one? Rollerball. Roller derby? Roller something. With uh, Where Jack Black yeah. is one of the side characters. And they have to downhill Saving inline Silverman. skate. It's the race that's downhill inline skating. Which one was that? I mean... Um, don't they do downhill a little bit they in Brink, little, but I don't think Gabby, Jack Black Gabby is in it. Gabby gets fucked up. Christina yeah, when, Vidal, when, you, Taina. when you picked up that X-Blade shirt, yeah. I went and found it too, and I sent it to every one of my friends, and they're oh, all like, yeah. what the fuck is this from? I'm like, oh, do you not man, remember no. Brink? No, Brink, dude. Brink's the world's scroll. greatest movie. Scroll. So Let's go for a scroll. We're looking through Jack Black's. Keep going. It's, it's from IMDb. probably late 90s. Early 2000s, late 90s. He's in a lot of movies, man. He's, he's in, de- he's on, in demand. On, on. Here we go. We're getting. Also, keep I must on, say, on. thank you, Airborne. Thank you, Airborne. Tenacious. Thanks, D. Joey. Tenacious D, the pick of destiny. 
I saw that for the first time ever last year. Oh, oh, oh. oh my god. What a movie. What a fucking a movie. Film, a, some would say. a film, some would say. Can you tell Andy, thank you? <laughs> <laughs> she walked all the way in for that. That's great. That's great. It is a great. She's not Mike, so that's just a joke for us. <laughs> I think they can probably hear Andy's cackle. They can hear that. I don't, hear, I don't know if they heard Joey say, I hate you, and walk out. <laughs> hey, it sounds like you guys got a job opening. You hiring? Uh, no, like Mike. Nick, what's your topic? Uh, my topic was movies you wish you could unsee. Three to tango. Three does, to tango. Was does, Matt? Was that Matthew Perry? Remember we talked about it here. It was, was my. It? I, it's a movie I hate the most, or whatever. Why? Why do you hate that movie? Because I was on a. We, this is a gog. Wasn't was this a gog? On Makuga. Well, the Makuga one. Yeah, we were. You were partying hard with Diet Cokes. Going hard. Yeah, I had to watch it on that trip to France. And I hated it because I couldn't sleep and I just I was sitting there seething and hating this movie that had no reason to be hated probably. Yeah. Dylan McDermott, uh, Matthew Perry, Nev Campbell. Probably a fine movie, but not great for a, a, you know, a junior trying to go to France. Right. And then the worst part about it was I was in an aisle seat. So you know how the aisle is. You know how an aisle works on a plane? Mm-hmm. No, I was explain, on, explain it to aisle, me, please. So like they separate the seats by an aisle. Mm-hmm. Okay. And people can walk to get their seats. Why? So you can get to the, more seats. Oh. Easier. Seems dumb. Do you know what, it, it could be an extra seat? I mean, that's what, it, like why is there an asinile? What happen? What happens if the plane crashes? Oh, you you die. Yeah. Oh, okay. Anytime, well, if if you ever get like uh, a flight uh, attendant sitting there and they're like, "Hey, you know what? Listen up. We're giving you the safety instructions. You're welcome to say if this plane crashes, we're dead. All right. Yeah. This isn't going to help me. Uh, excuse could, me, um, sir. Um, my friend Greg says, I, <laughs> if this I, plane crashes, we're all we're all dead. dead. I, I want to give a special shout out before we go on. To one John Drake, who doesn't come over enough. Yeah, well, he's always he did, And when we play the newlywed game, said that his worst fear in life. Oh my wise! Oh man, don't bring it back up. <laughs> was dying of a heart attack on an airplane. Mm-hmm. Do you guys remember that? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I remember the newlywed. Game. I what told a, my my wife and I played the newlywed game. We, we just went back and forth as we were driving up to Tahoe. And more worst fear in life. She's like, "Oh, yours is clearly like being a failure." I was like, "Yeah, you nailed it." And I was like, "My friend John's is oddly specific." Well, Which is also, dying of a heart attack. I honestly don't airplane. think I know a single human being that flies more than him. He also is that said fair? He is he ever home? He's I, always he's always he like flies foreign, isn't literally he? like three times a week. Kevin, you are going to bring up, in you're right bring now, up right? a great point for this. He flies more than anybody we know, and he experienced that on two flights. Two flights, he saw people die two of heart attacks. Die of heart attacks. Holy shit! Yes, yeah. the odds are stacked. Yeah, but the I'd be more worried as Andrea. Maybe I'm number three on the plane with yeah, John. Yeah, no, John, John, John brings the bad luck and the heart clearly immune to this. I'll tell you right now, if we're ever getting on an Alaska flight and I look over and I see John Drake, I'm getting off. Get not my off. time, buddy. Get off. Not my time. Final destination. I'm I've not. seen it way too many times. Exactly. Great. Exactly. Good. Devin Sawa, what up, friend of the show? Oh, total total sidebar. We need to watch Casper. Would you believe I've never in seen review. Casper? In review. Casper in You've never seen Casper? Never seen it. We need to watch Casper, Dick. Here's what happens. Here's what happens. Here's how Here's how this conversation goes. I shit you not, almost on a monthly basis in the Scarpino household. I've never seen Casper and my wife goes oh it's so good but I feel like we just watched it and I'm like no I've never seen it you I've gotta watch it like, are they enjoy. having conversations about Casper once a month I have you, you ever know been why, you know I, I mean I've been, I've been you also just saw Nick forget something from two weeks ago right? I've been, I've been married follow, interesting one. I've been married and I've been engaged and never have I brought up oh, the movie Casper on a monthly basis there's only a handful of movies that I haven't seen and this is my this <laughs> ever. is, this is my, uh, my shame mm-hmm. is that I follow Devin Sawa on, on Twitter uh, as you know, we're, we're fast friends from the five minutes we spent together, uh, I, me interviewing him and making did, him eat hot pe- Tim and I made him eat mm-hmm. hot peppers at E3. Did you dance with him? Uh, no, because he's jacked and he's scary. Um, he's a, but Devin's a lovely man. All, he's fucking jacked. 
Um, remember when we had we brought Meg on and I think it was Andrea Justine. there as well, Justine, and they were Chloe. all like, "Oh my God, we love you from Casper." And I'm like, "Mental note: Watch Casper." And I never did. Cool, well, Greg. It's only been you just watched three Casper. years, five years. When, when's the last phases. time you watched Casper? Cool, get out of shock. I watched Casper on DVD maybe two months ago, and I've watched the director's cut with them talking over the movie at least like ten times. Hell yeah! Yeah, I'm, I'm all about That's that. That's my boy right there. We gotta get that. You remember? You remember when Devin, uh, Dan Aykroyd's in it? Actor names, I don't know. Ghostbuster. Ghostbuster. You remember the Ghostbuster in it? The Ghostbuster in it? I don't know Ghostbusters. He's a, Do you the remember the fucking guy dressed oh, oh, as a ghost walking out the thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah that was Did a good you know scene. that's an actual Ghostbuster? Don't, don't, don't. No, it's yeah. cool, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't get angry at Cool Greg. Like I'm that. just letting Cool Greg know you that know there's only that. one thing he can offend me with, and that's not knowing a Ghostbuster on site. I understand. The guy who's dressed exactly like I am in my dreams, Cool Greg, that man. Who are the Ghostbusters? I fucking hate you too. so messed up. They are... I was going to say, damn, you beat me too. It's like in 2016, there was a film. With, uh, so, to just, cool, Greg, can I have another beer? Yeah. Again, to add insult cool, to injury on three to tango. Yeah. I'm on the right side of the aisle. Yes. Right? <laughs> Up three or four rows ahead is one Poe. No, oh, he's awesome. I love him. He, thank you very much. I love him too. You got to bring him But back. the problem with Poe was he knew that I was struggling and trying to sleep, whereas Poe had given into his fate that he wouldn't be able to sleep. Yeah, fuck it. So Poe's favorite part of the flight was looking back at me being all mad watching Three to Tango. Because this is back in the old days too, right? We're all watching one giant screen in the front. Oh, yeah. This so he looked back and just laughed in my fucking face that I couldn't sleep. Oh, man, uh, that's that was a bad experience. What a bad Those time. were bad days. Those were t- And every once in a while, you get one of those planes where you're like, are you fucking serious? Dude, Alaska planes right now. Like, we were just talking about this a couple days ago. Like, there's some big issues going on. Are you aware of the new Alaska policies? No. It's not good. I, I mean, I've just given up on I, air flight. I've got I've, TSA pre, and so now I'm just better than everyone. I flew Alaska for the first time because they they were, they bought Virgin, right? Yeah. Right. And that's who you guys swore by, yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah, Virgin was bad. Yeah, yeah so that's great. why I flew Alaska, because essentially the same company. I didn't have a bad experience. It's because you didn't but I know. But haven't, I haven't flown in a while. You didn't know what it used to be. That's the problem. I didn't, the dice. I didn't get the song and dance. They don't do it anymore. For the uh, RIP. Oh, thank God. It was so long. For the safety. But I, I remember I flew on one of those planes. That it wasn't the big screen, but they would, like the screens would come down. Oh, I hate that shit. And you'd be like, what? The, like, And then inevitably, during the movie, you're like, I'm kind of getting into this. Some asshole would be like, time to get my shit out of the overhead bin. And I'm like, hey, I'm watching the movie. Yeah. You know? I mean, Koji, like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I cursed you. Can I have a beer? No, that's fine. I didn't mean it. I understand you. I punched punched I mean, like, here's the thing. I in this office, it's fine. It's my bad. In this office, yeah. you're allowed to be mean to the following people. Sure. Everyone but Cool Greg. Got it. Do you understand fair. that? That's and fair. Me. Don't that's be fair. mean to me. I don't like it. Now, if you don't mind. Yeah, he got mad at me for calling him the B word. Who? I was making a joke about that. Oh. I'm going you no. bitch. No. He's not. <laughs> <laughs> Airing of grievances well, no with Alaska bitch. Airlines. Go. Uh, just the now they're introducing their Thanks, cool the Thanks, Alaska cool flight of planes into the rotation because for a while they were like we got these virgin planes let's just fucking use them uh, and now they're using the Alaska ones and like I just did a flight to New York and it didn't have screens on the seats uh-huh. what a, is this no. the fucking Stone Age no like, oh well, you, well the here's problem the is it's the flights you get on Give that, a have, second these, here, that have these stupid designs like the patterns this on this is the old between. Alaska flights yeah I'm, yeah yeah, I'm, yeah I'm we've been say this though. And this is, I, and I, this, this hurts me so bad to give this airline a compliment for all the shit we've talked about United. Yeah. yeah. Okay. With all the terrible encounters I've had with people mm-hmm. at United Customer Service. Sure. That just the attitude that I get all the time. But I will say, shout out to United 
for ha- for allowing you to use your screen and just tether to Wi-Fi and stream all the stuff to that. All right, your personal viewing experience. I kind of like it. Oh, they do that a lot. They was, do that now, too. I was going to say, Alaska that does that. I watched, I watched the first half of Tag doing that. I'm Good really movie. excited to watch the last half Can't of wait Tag to go home. Right. home. I do that all the time. <laughs> no. I'll start about, let's just start this. Here's the other home. problem with Alaska. As they continue to reap, they're like... The Trump administration of airplanes. They keep repealing the good stuff the Virgin administration mm-hmm. had put through, okay? Mm-hmm. They also now, no longer can you order from your seat with the touchscreen. I don't like you that. You got to fucking talk to the people. I no, thank you. Like I gotta, no, thank you. No, thank you. I got to no, say, though, the technological in advances they have. Drink cart comes around. Hey, what do you want? Um, give me two bottles of vodka and some orange juice. Okay, give me your card. Slide once, didn't work. Slide twice, didn't work. Slide three times. Oh, I guess my machine's not working. Here's your free vodka. Yeah. So the technological in advances, I'll take in that but, case. But the problem with that is uh, back in the day, meaning a month ago, yeah. uh, if you had the oh. screen, you could just hit the eat button yeah. and then you choose what Dude. you want and then they bring it to you. You don't need to wait for the carts to come out. Yeah, I don't want to be on somebody else's schedule. No. I want to be on my schedule. I think, All right. I, I, think I had a plane flight. I think it was just down to LA, which is like a 45 minute long flight where I ordered like four Diet Cokes. I just kept I'm not when they'd bring you, you one. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to Nick was partying. Nick was partying on that flight. Man. That, that was awesome because I was like, I don't want to get up. I don't want to wave you down. I don't want to hit the stupid light. <laughs> we have technology. And people, mm-hmm. the diet please, they ignore the fucking light. Also, wh- have we not evolved to a place where you can just give me the fucking can? Do you have to give me the child ask. size? Yeah, but I don't want to ask. Yeah, because that's weird. 100%. Just give me the can. You're old, old man. Yeah, I'm like, give me the ginger ale. It's not that. It's just like they give you the tiniest little cup with five pieces of ice that already take up 90% of the space in the thing. Give me the thing. Give me the thing. (laughs) Just (laughs) ask. Just ask. It's rare that, I mean, I always appreciate it, but Kevin's on fire, right? Kevin knows me, man. He's right. When Kevin, this is the thing. Kevin and I see eye to eye on a lot of issues, and we do know. No, like, you don't. We definitely no, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, yeah, yeah. This, this issue is one that cl- hits close to home. It does. Uh, shout out to Hawaiian Airline. Last time I went, I, I asked for uh, the drink, and the dude looked at me, and he's like, you want the can? And I was like, yes, yeah, I want I the do. fucking can. Yeah, I fucking do. Sidebar, speaking of Hawaiian flight. Airlines. Yeah, I'm going to want more than just a sip of fucking Diet Coke. Yeah, he's, I, he's I, spent, I spent the money to come on this bit. show. Thank you. And waited God knows how long to get a response from one Kevin Coelho because somebody was on vacation in Hawaii and ignoring me. He got married. married. It It only happened once or twice. I I don't think that is. The screen's black over here on OBS. Yeah, the screen is black over here. No problem. Take we're your time, Kev. We're still streaming. They can still hear you. You think he, we're still streaming? He disconnected it because no, I was insulting him. Okay, okay. I wasn't Kev. trying to like cut him. What? No worry, Kev. Kevin's running around. So we it's should keep good, the show Kev. as you normal, got right, Kev? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Kev. I don't know if I uh, regret seeing any, if I would take back seeing any movies. Well, here, hold on. <laughs> to, to pull it back, was the initial intent of this, I would love to experience that movie again? Or was it, no, I saw a shitty oh. movie and I don't want to uh, see it. Also, Either way. Also, does this, does this question no, I mean, include I, this, pornos? I think this was a topic on uh, that someone submitted to me on Twitter so you a long can, okay. time ago. So, so you never thought about it? Okay, okay. No, I thought about it. Hey, let's make it, we can make it positive. Yeah, what movies are you watching? Well, that's a whole other topic. I say we save that. Sure. Because the negative thing is... To see again? Okay. The, the, yeah, like our... Just make sure I understand. Men in Black movies, right? Oh, um, God, Men in Black, I'd do that. That was a good movie. Yeah. No, heartbeat. Um, Second one, not so much. Third one? That was, that was the first PG-13 movie I ever watched without my parents knowing. I got in so much... thing? Oh, yeah. Really? I got in so much trouble when I got home. Really? It's a problem? I was Mormon growing up, man. Uh, okay. Uh, PG-13, you you can do whatever the hell you want. Yeah, in California, they're Suggested. like... Suggested. You're six, go into the rated R movie, buddy. Live Here's life. a joint. Like that. 
<laughs> here's some fucking here's, here's some black tar heroin. Yeah, how do you take your drugs? <laughs> Jeepers Creepers two. Yeah, one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Probably Halloween two, the Rob Zombie one, one of the yeah. worst movies. The Happening. Ooh. I thought you were going to uh, say Halloween. Oh, the Halloween movie. Town. Really? One of the worst movies I've ever seen. Was that the but one with the trees? That was. Yeah. And, but that's the thing is, all of those movies, I don't regret seeing them because they were so bad that it's like there's something there. And The Happening, like, man, the more I think about it, like, I don't ever want to watch it again. But I just think back to it, 90% of that movie was just Mark Wahlberg having to act against the wind. God, he's yeah, so that's great. Tough. That's, tough. That's, that's, <laughs> that's tough. That's tough. I mean, good. even if you, you love or hate Mark Wahlberg, that's a tough it, It's that's tough, a tough that he didn't do great with it. That's tough. <laughs> yeah. And this is also Mark Wahlberg like 15 years ago before he was getting those choice acting roles. So oh, he really yeah. had a lot of experience as an actor. It was like fear, then nothing for a while. Yeah, and then that happened. And then that happened. John Leguizamo was there. Oh. He was great. Andy, I need you on shock mic the there. The was after The Departed. No. Yeah. yeah. Mookie. Well, that it was like 2006. Yeah. I was I was just going to say one movie I would not take back seeing Ghostbusters is The Departed. Oh yeah. Because The Departed is a good movie. It's a movie. Great film. Movie. 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 I am a holder of one thing, Nick. Oh wow. Oh god. And that is that The Departed is a what, good movie. What do you like about The Departed? Do you like all the times that tonally <laughs> it's just completely off? Do you like the the comic relief of Alec Baldwin just eating and bumping into shit, sweat, leaving like, sweat marks on the side of the fucking the FBI wall? I like the fact that Do you like that, the fact that, that they stole movie the ending from Reservoir Dogs and that I, I don't know if you've um you know, we've spent a day together. We're fast friends. Uh, fast friends. I'm, I'm listening you to might, you. I'm just looking up the departed when it came oh, you're out. Oh, you're fine. You might not realize this, but I was definitely not the greatest student in high school. Okay. And the departed because of The Departed and my love of The Departed, you moved to Boston. I was the number one film student in my entire high school, even though I was a C average what student. Mean, wait, what does that mean? What does that mean? What does that mean? Using the the film it, techniques and stuff cool. in that, I was able to pass my film class and knock out the test. What was the What was the criteria for your film class? Make a bunch of things that don't make sense and then okay. kill everyone off at the end. Yeah, That's basically. Right. And then just it, throw I killed. Some I killed. At a I killed my entire it. school off at the end just Jesus to be number Christ. one. That's Best fair. picture, man. That's yeah. fair. I mean, it was <laughs> best picture. I can't argue with that. Can I argue? With that? Yeah. Yeah. Mainly, uh, mainly what? because they felt bad that Scorsese hadn't won before. Just but win for best director, no, it was best picture. It was best picture. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I remember. I'm not going to say they got that wrong. <laughs> I remember. Recount. You, 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 know, know, the, the you don't offend the Academy Let's for your upcoming say Academy. It's all political now. You know. I remember watching The Departed and enjoying The Departed, but I never think again about The Departed. If we didn't talk about it so much just to make fun of Nick, it, I would never think about it. It's one of those things where it, it just depends on like... I. I the part is not a bad movie. It's just oh, not my. It's not my favorite uh, Scorsese film. Right? Oh, I look at I look at Casino. I look at Goodfellas. I think look at Wolf of Wall Street. That's the tone and the the kind of kind of film that I expect from him. Departed was, and this is no pun intended, a departure for me as far as like what he had. Done. Uh, and I will I will be the first to admit the only other Scorsese film I've seen is Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, holy so shit, really? That's more like Scorsese again, than, I, than again, I love. Mormon. Yeah, but you're old now. Yeah, How old are you? I am twenty. Oh shit. Oh, that's yeah, why I'm here. I turned 30 on November 24th. Hey! Happy birthday. Hey, happy birthday. We'll now go see Casino on Goodfellas. 30, 30, baby. You should definitely watch Goodfellas and Casino. Yeah. I think the, I should start with Casino first because Goodfellas is a little dated, but that is like classic. Goodfellas still thing. rules, though. Man. It's yeah. so like, yeah. narrated. They do the fourth wall breaks where they look at the camera and talk. Like, it's so fucking good. There's so a good. part where he first starts dating. I'm just going to tell you this because it's going to ruin do it. Do I mean, Bailey Otto first movie? starts dating Lorraine Bracco, right? And they're all on their first date, and then some guy across the street like fucks with her a little bit, like kind of sexually assaults her. And he goes, he's like, hey, he goes, Karen, Karen, calm down, calm down. Who did this? Who did? It? Like very sweet, right? 
playing and fast. she goes and loose. This she is goes, their first date. She goes, <laughs> oh, maybe yeah, they've been dating for a while. She goes, oh, that guy over there, like, fucked me. He goes, don't worry about it. I'm going to take care of it. Just go in the house. Walks to his car, gets his gun out, walks over to the guy. The guy's like, what's up? And he fucking beats the guy's fucking <laughs> face in with a gun. And he goes, you ever talk to me? You ever touch her again? I'll fucking kill you. Yeah, so you ever walks, look at her again. Look at her again. Walks back to the house, hands her the gun, and goes, hide this for me. And it cuts to her perspective and her view. She goes, I'm not going to lie. I was kind of turned on. It was so, yeah. so fucking good. What could I say? I was turned on. Polly's <laughs> guys so were over good. here doing certain crimes, but in Lower Boston, we did this. And I, like, yeah, it's I so love good. this. It's Ever so good. Since I, remember. Remember. I wanted flag. to be a gangster. Uh, uh, the reason I had you sit down, Andy what's Cortez, up? is that you have more of a view of what's happening on the other side of the TV. Yes. I appreciate that you and <laughs> you and Joey walked into the room, and then Kevin's like, do you smell that? <laughs> what happened? Joey walks in oh, and shit, says, I didn't even hear that. Can somebody come in here and see if it smells like they burning? smoke like I do and I walked in and I was like yeah it smells like something's burning back here like burning rubber mm. burning plastic mm. and Kevin's over here doing open heart surgery <laughs> it sounds like yeah from my mind it sounds like he's a mechanic underneath a yeah. car you know what like, I mean oh we got a lot of problems here oh. <laughs> I just keep, Oof, see, I see, I keep seeing cords like Fall out and then scalpel anatomy. Yeah, oh, yeah. The, the smell isn't here anymore though, but it uh, yeah, it's, it's burning itself to death. Oh, that's not good. That's no, an expensive really piece bad. of equipment. It smelled really. Well, he already really said bad. at the beginning of the show it's dead. So we had yeah, to the say hyperdeck goodbye. we had some problems with. So yeah, maybe it's time um, to get a new hyperdeck. With all due, uh, to be 100 percent honest, the hyperdeck did tell me a long time ago if Stanley ever goes, I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. I don't, I don't want to live in a world where Stanley. I can't live in a world without Stanley. And well, I was like, fair. hyperdeck, I don't. I need you, but I respect you. I do respect Whatever you, you got to do to make you. yourself I right. The camera is still rolling though. Oh, we're not worried okay. about that. Yeah. Is the stream still hearing audio? Or yeah. <laughs> what a great show. I love this fucking place. <laughs> Whatever. Kevin I'm is literally, so if you're an audio <laughs> listener, just getting giant cables out of the sun. I don't, I don't know where like, you pulled that from. It was from? like... There's a solid wall over there, and all of a sudden, Kevin manifested a 25-foot cable out of fucking thin air. As an audio listener, we're about 10 minutes away from the fucking ship commander of the Titanic really understanding the situation. <laughs> you know what I mean? People are scuttling all around. Except, except that kind of funny, we never thought to put lifeboats on the Titanic. I'm we're so like, fuck it. We had one, I think, one time. If if you're an audio listener, I am so glad this is my time here. This is good. <laughs> the fucking <laughs> shit burning down while I'm at it. No, we're not worried about the video at all. It's just so funny. And I also appreciate like, hey, go in there. Does anybody else sell smell smoke? Yep. No sign of a fire extinguisher. We have them. No sign of anybody walking in. There's no fire. The box just got hot. Did it do the thing oh. I was joking around about? Poof. Open oh, the, the windows and stop yeah. being like, wusses about the like, smoke. Yeah, no, we, see, it's probably because it's very hot. A joke that I like to, I've done twice now to Kevin, and it freaks him out every time, is that oh, when he goes out there to have a cigarette with Cool Greg and we're doing something streaming, I'll I'll trot out there and just be like, hey man, the computers went, and there's all this smoke, we need help. He's like, oh god, and the first time, Cool Greg lost all color in his face, and Kevin started running, I'm like, oh fuck, right there. And the second time, Kevin started running, and Cool Greg bust up, because he knew I was joking. That's, that is, that is one way to get them to quit smoking. Yeah. In, in Greg's brain, what I love about that is that he channeled like the old 60s Batman, where things actually Bat computer would, would just yeah. pop and smoke. Now you uh, say that, you say that, what I'm actually channeling, of course, 
is in the old spare bedroom in the old studio gen one when we'd get electrocuted by the mics yeah that'd be fun and i ordered so, i ordered the hey is the is the plug, plug grounded i ordered that thing off amazon and it got there i was like oh great and i plugged it in and it went it smoked it exploded <laughs> and i was like oh i guess this plug isn't grounded because it just blew this fucking that thing is that, speaking, uh, speaking of that i would love to get shocked by the shock mic before i leave oh, oh, yeah. does it still do it happen for it. yeah it still does it so you have to hold you have to hold the thing and grab the thing yeah right? i mean there's electricity coming through obviously the powering the microphone and it just creates a circuit. Yeah, that was it. He just said it. He's like, he probably won't die. He's gonna get a shock to the ball. Andy, show him how to get shocked. Either one. You're making a circuit there. Is it happening? Oh, yeah, yeah. The sexual arousal that Nick told. Oh, we gotta wrap the cable around your neck first. Yeah, we have to. We have to David Carrie in you a little bit. Jesus. Everybody knew where we were driving. You didn't say it. Didn't know. Is that bad? This sorry, is everyone. the game over show. <laughs> Each and every week, three, sometimes four best friends gather on this table. Each bringing a random topic of discussion for your amusement. If you like that, head over to patreon.com slash kind of funny. Just like Toggle did. You can come on the show. You can kick us some bucks, get to watch it live. You can watch it later on demand with no ads. Maybe the pre and post show, the post show we're about to do now. But if you have no bucks to toss our way, it's no big deal. You can head over to youtube.com slash kind of funny or podcast services around the globe the following Friday when it goes live for everybody. This was buddy. a good one. This was a great was a one. one. Did you have fun talking? Good job, Mike. Hell yeah. This is one of the best days of my life. Hell yeah. <laughs> Go support on Patreon for way too much money. Come out here. Check out this place. It's fucking badass. Thank you. It's do a, it. It's a lot of money. Don't say that. Don't, that's, a a, you're, it, that's a bad bitch. Yeah, no, no. Shut up, Nick. Just do it. <laughs> Thanks for These guys are awesome. This place is awesome. We love you, Mike. Thanks so much for coming through. Yeah, hell yeah. I'm, I'm glad had, you're in a good I've, place, too. I'm glad, so I'm glad you let us be a part of that. Yeah, thank you. No problem. Thank man. you. No Kevin. problem. Yeah. Are we in a place to watch the Doritos videos, or we're we gonna have to save that? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. He's like Doc Brown over there, like fucking experiment. <laughs> 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 the videos like queued up. I'm just. I don't know why I'm not getting a feedback up. So give the, me two minutes to figure that out. And then we go. Ladies and gentlemen, until next time. It's been our pleasure to serve you. Oh, wait. Can we not cut yet? Yeah, sure. No, don't we? Uh, I had one thing. The whole reason I'm on this show, uh, I'm doing a uh, extra live stream. Oh, shit. I didn't know this. Why didn't you say this earlier? I completely spaced you it when we were bitch. talking about my background. Uh, November 24th, the day I turned 30, I'm doing an extra live stream, part of Team Kind of Funny. Hell yeah. Uh, 8 a.m. to 8 a.m. Oh, uh, mountain time. Um, mountain time. Uh, that's real hey, time. At least right it, there, it's Kef. not central time. That's real, so. Kef, that's real time, Kev. So, uh, twitch.tv slash toggle underscore on games. Uh, come join, come hang out, donate if you can. Uh, my goal this year is a thousand bucks. Last year, I only made it like eight hours into the stream and made like 150 bucks. But I have people coming over to keep me awake this nice, year. Nice, 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 nice. So I'm going for the thousand bucks. Hell yeah. Now that's Saturday the 24th, right? Yeah. That's my Chicago meet and greet. It is your Can Chicago we Skype in? Can we do something? Can Hell we yeah. cross the streams? There you Hell go. Yeah. Perfect. All right, cool. Hell yeah. All right, great. I'd be all about that. Okay. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Thank, thank you. That, that was the whole reason that I was pushing for this date. To get this out before my stream, awesome. and I spaced it. it earlier. Twitch.tv slash toggle underscore on games. Until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you as Kevin panics, because I think the live stream's this, dead too. The spaceship is going into the sun, let's put it that way. No <laughs> the final train, like, just fucking just pieces are flying off as it goes. <laughs>